0: back, ladies and gentlemen. It is Thursday, November the 16th, 2017. We've made it. It's another week. It's another technical alpha. And we've got some changes happening around here. Change, change, change. ch ch changes Jeff, you're still muted on Discord. Change, change <laughs> Uh yeah, not nothing nothing astronomical or anything like that, but we do we do have we do have some uh changes uh coming up for technical alpha. Let me just get this over here and please god tell me that everything is as it should when I press this button.
1: On a bright note, hey, that we works. are getting closer to our 5 Thousand dollars I think this might be an all-time high for us right now. Really? Well, besides that one time that we hit the 5K and then it went away very quickly. But it's moving up, so thank you guys. This
0: is true. This is true. I, did, I yeah, Oh yeah, that's right. I, I did see that we had, we had ed- edged closer. Not mm-hmm. dramatically, but I saw the number go up, which was always good to see. Speaking uh, of
2: uh, role-playing and what will happen at $5,000, I actually got something that came in
0: Star Trek, the role-playing. Oh, yeah, right. They
2: have the role-playing. thing is apparently, like, I was looking through some of it. It's actually pretty sick.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, yeah.
2: I'm not saying we're going to do it on the podcast. I might do some stuff on my own, but, you know, role-playing stuff could be yeah. fun. Role-playing in the most
1: boring universe known to man. Star <laughs> Trek. But
2: Jeff, Jeff, you could make some crazy shit happen in that boring universe. Uh, you suppose. could. I you
0: suppose. could. Divert all power, all auxiliary power to the force fields. For every situation. Take out life support. Who needs it? Mm. Fuck it. Life support to the four deflectors. You we need, need to make no it diplomatic happen. Bullshit.
2: You blow up that civilian ship because they looked <laughs> at you funny.
0: <laughs> uh but as far as changes uh to the podcast go, we're trying to make the podcast shorter. Uh we we realized that um no matter how much you guys might like us, um People that don't know us probably don't want to listen to us for that long. So we're gonna we're going to we're gonna condense. We're shooting for two hours, which is a good uh, a, a good marker to hit. And we're not gonna split side A sli- uh, side B into separate files anymore. They'll still technically exist because I like saying side A and side B. I think it's dope. But we're not going to split the 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 file into two different uh, releases for the week. Um, because it wasn't serving, uh, the purpose that we were experimenting with it. We gave it a good long run, uh, and, uh, it wasn't doing anything. So we're going back to, yes, it took uh, two hours in quotation marks. We're going to do our best, uh, to, to hit that mark. Uh, also I have this entire thing for those of you on, uh, iTunes, this means, or wherever else, it doesn't mean anything to you, but for those on YouTube and watching live on Twitch, I've moved the entire podcast to the streaming PC to try and alleviate some of the audio nonsense that we've been having with the live show, Uh, and so hopefully this does it. Uh, I'll be keeping an eye on chat if you guys want to let me know if one of us is way louder or way quieter than the other, because once I have those levels locked in, I shouldn't Barring some it. other crazy nonsense that that Discord comes up with, because we're in a two PC environment now, it shouldn't change. Like the audio will be identical every week. So just let me know. I'll I'll diddle the bars and stuff while we're while we're going. And that's about uh, that's about it. Also, technical alpha dot audio for those who haven't heard yet. Once again. The website is updated. It is looking great. It's functioning great. You can get all the podcasts there. You can listen to them, download them, speed up, slow down, however fast you want to listen to them uh, as well. And then all of the Patreon producers automatically updated on that. Well, you know what? I didn't check because we got a new Patreon producer this week. So mm. I'm going to take a little peek, see. Wait, that thing can slow down our voices? Yes, it can. So, so I can so I are you sound very White are you again. S- yeah, so you can get Nova White all over again? Yeah. Exactly. Entire podcast? Exactly. Ah. Also, it did automatically update. It works, gentlemen. A little, little golf clap for the uh, the fine people behind the scenes at technicalalpha.audio. You. You, mean, you mean the you mean the one fine person and <laughs> Simon? Nicky and Simon. The one guy other than Simon the behind god. the scenes. The one god. <laughs> uh making it all happen. So there you go. So that that works too. Definitely go check it out. I'm super happy about it and it will give you guys a good platform to uh to, to spread the word of the podcast. Know if I asked last week. i um, like does Nikki do this like
2: for other people like full-time stuff or is this like just a side thing he did for I us? I certainly hope so because I he's pretty he fucking good at
0: it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this would be a wasted talent if he wasn't doing yeah. this shit for a living, <laughs> then he is pissing it away. Cause he could be making good money doing what he does. Uh, Simon wants to work with him now. You're gonna probably want to work with him. No, dude, dude did fire work. So if anyone in a on very the podcast is actually looking
2: for stuff like that, yeah, um,
0: mm-hmm. well, definitely, we can definitely look into kind of pitching you in his direction. Uh, Mr. Maximus black. Yeah. Hit me up with the sound of opening your 350th loot box and still not getting the one thing you've been trying to get for like two straight months. Fuck. <laughs> time to spend some more money yes give me more time to spend some more money gentlemen this has been uh, a week where where even if there was other news nobody cared because all that mattered <laughs> all that mattered was that every publication made sure that everyone else understood that ea was fucking everything up as hard as humanly possible with star wars battlefront too um it's uh, we've kind of touched on this in the past but it's kind of come to a head it's kind of (laughs) it's kind of it's kind of come to a head now we've really talked about it in the past we've we have reached peak madness with this i think i think that ea has has actually struck the chord they've been plucking other chords in the past and other companies have as well But this seems to be the one, I guess, the stupid-ass cliche straw that broke the gamer's back uh, scenario, because the internet basically exploded when this went down. For those of you who uh, have lived under a rock or uh, got, you know, the poles outside their house delivering internet service got struck by lightning, or if you're uh, part of the uh, of the Amish, uh, if so, then uh, thank you for making great furniture. Uh, EA has t- basically taken Battlefront 2 and turned it into a gotcha game uh, for a mobile a mobile phone uh, in terms of how much free-to-play um, monetization they have been trying to cram in uh, to Battlefront 2 and the manner in which they've implemented it. So at the start of the week... It was, just to make a long story short, because everyone can find this information out in more detail, real easy. <laughs> uh, they, Despite the fact that you could play uh, Luke Skywalker and, uh, and Darth Vader in the first game, just off the rip. In the second one, they were like, ha, you guys like playing them, don't you? What if we put them behind some walls? And so, mm. and so they, Not uh, little walls either. China no, walls, very big Trump walls, impri- like Mexican we were, they walls. were keeping the Mongolians out with this shit. They wanted that to be as impenetrable a fortress as humanly possible. So they said, fuck you. Uh, somebody did the math. You're looking at roughly if you're, if you're paced on average 40 hours per character to unlock those bad boys. And Wait, that's it was per character? Per character? That's not both. That's per character.
1: <laughs> that's ridiculous. That's even worse than I thought. So it's
0: an $80 game. Then you slap on $80 of work to unlock characters you played in the past. And this is Star Wars, so you know people want to play Vader and, and, and Luke. So they're, they, they, they do that. They do that under the guise of, as they responded on Reddit to somebody's uh, criticism, and rightfully so, criticizing the madness of that in the first place, uh... It was to instill a sense of accomplishment, Jeff. Pride. It was to make you feel. Did you read the Reddit response? No. Oh, it was magic. Oh, it's it's pure, unadulterated magic. It actually uh,
2: gets merits like a reading on the cast for everyone. I think.
0: Oh, do you have the do you have the uh, no, the me, link you sent me on, it on it's Discord? It's actually like
2: it's not long enough, but it's not that long. I'll pull it up real quick.
0: Because it is, it's magical. And not only is it is a uh, not only is it bad. It's it's the type of bad that you almost want to get the guy fired for it. It's that it's that kind of bad. Like it, like, usually you try and word things in such a way it doesn't make it look like you're literally act, you know uh, running a racket with your video game. This guy didn't even bother try. He just kind of fucking just went with it. Uh, but it was all centered around. Uh, the fact that it was supposed to be, uh, you know, a sense of, of accomplishment to unlock these things, etc., etc. That comment. Oh, does that it there. Uh, yep. Panic. All right. So here's Which, here's the response. The where's the post at? I'll, I'll put it in Skype. Here's here's the response. And just and just for context, this is now the most downvoted Reddit comment of all time by orders of magnitude. It's not even close. I think, I don't know if it ever hit 700,000 downvotes because it was pretty it was close. Like 680 or something. 680 something checked. thousand downvotes. Yikes. <clears throat> so, the intent is to provide players with a sense of pride and accomplishment for unlocking different heroes. As for cost, we selected initial values based upon data from the open beta and other adjustments made to milestones, uh, re- milestone rewards before launch. Among other things, We're looking at average per player credit earn rates on a daily basis and we'll be making constant adjustments to ensure that players have challenges that are compelling, rewarding, and of course, attainable via gameplay. We appreciate the candid feedback and the passion the community has put forth around the current topics here on Reddit, our forums, and across numerous social media outlets. Our team will continue to make changes and monitor community feedback and update everyone as soon and as often as we can. So, as I said, most downvoted. uh, 700,000 as of this morning. Okay, so 700,000 downvotes on Reddit alone. Uh, People weren't particularly pleased with how this all played out, Uh, and understandably so. It it was a bit, it it was like a slap in the face, a kick in the nuts, you know, it it was all of that and and more. So this happens not long after EA goes, guys, guys, all right, they come out out of the saloon with their hands in the air. All right, guys, you got us? You got us? We're going to reduce this by 75%. So now it's only going to take about 10 hours per character to unlock, which I'm... Cool. Okay. 10 hours per Great. Then they... Re, but without telling anyone at the time, they also reduced the amount of credits you earned for completing the campaign by 75%. Wow. So, so... So it's uh, a bit of a wash in some regards.
2: My personal favorite was, and um, this response was the one response that I feel like ended the thread to EA's response. Okay. I don't remember the guy's name on Reddit, but he's a god. His exact response was, I feel like my pride and accomplishment has been diminished by 75%. (laughs) (laughs) That's not bad. But
0: wait, Jeff. Wait, there's more. So, Boogie, you would know the YouTuber Boogie. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. guessing, you know, he's mm-hmm. a fairly sizable individual. Have Francis, the character, does very well for himself. He's uh, he's streaming Battlefront 2. And uh, he's playing arcade mode because, as it turns out, he really just enjoys arcade mode. Having a great time. Everyone's having a lovely time on the stream. It's all fi- fine and gravy. All of a sudden, he finishes this match. Yeah, there's fanfare because he finished it in kind of a cool way. Like, yeah, what And then the screen comes up and says you will be able to earn more credits in 3 hours. So they put a soft cap on how many credits you can earn in arcade mode and then they give you a time limit like it's a fucking mobile game for far, like for for Farmville before you can get more credits earned in arcade mode. And on top of that, apparently what I've heard is that 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 hour amount scales. It goes up Apparently, it's like three hours, nine hours, 12 hours, 24 hours, or something along those lines. I won't say it's that's literally like a freaking mobile game gate. I won't say that that is absolute fact, but I was told that when I was streaming yesterday and we were talking about it. It wouldn't shock me if that's the case because they do that in mobile games as well. Uh, but even if they didn't and it was just the three hours, that's still fucking. Crazy to me. He was sitting there going, Oh, I'm sorry for enjoying your game, EA. Fuck you! I'm sorry I was playing the game in the way that I enjoyed, and now you're just gonna cut me off. And now you want me to go play this other mode with everyone else so that I realize how shit my gear is, so I feel compelled to buy fucking loot boxes to get better gear to play with these people because I get a three-hour fucking cap over here on arcade mode. I'm sorry, EA. Let me blow you a little softer so that you can enjoy the experience more. Like, it just... Madness. So this... This whole week has been about that, and it's kind of, it's kind of blown up even more because, uh, now Belgium's, uh, gaming commission, excuse me, is looking into both Overwatch, Overwatch Caught in the Crossfire now, Overwatch and Battlefront 2, uh, trying to discern whether or not they feel like this is gambling. And so, uh... Well, it is. It, well, it is, it really is. It is uh more so more so on the side of um on the side of battlefront than overwatch overwatch it's is entirely gambling, cosmetic not both uh Even but if it's entirely cosmetic it's yeah, gambling. but it's still gambling, but the 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 out the out for blizzard is everything's cosmetic, nothing affects the 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 gameplay, and so there's no massive incentive for gameplay improvement to go and buy a bunch of crates whereas in in. Battlefront, that's obviously... Much stronger motivation.
2: Much stronger
1: but, motivation. But do do they offer those skins and stuff um, to just buy in the marketplace for a dollar amount? In Overwatch? Yeah.
2: No, so what happens is um, anytime you get duplicates or anything, you earn gold, and you can use the gold to pick up any skin that you haven't gotten. In the, and they have some cheap skins that come out with everything and large ones. The only ones you can't get are the event ones, which are only which are time gated. So if you have enough credits in that window, you can get it. Otherwise, you can't.
0: That's actually my biggest. What that would be that would be the loophole for them if they wanted to stick gambling on Overwatch is that all skins are not available at all times. Exactly for purchase with in-game yep. currency. Exactly. So while on average you don't have to, you know, you can do everything within game with in-game currency. uh If there's an event going on and you can't and you know that after a certain amount of time you're not going to be able to get these yeah, skins. You're going to gamble for it. You're going to go buy some fucking crates, right? If you really wanted it. Uh, or or at the very least, it obviously incentivizes that you yep. go and do that stuff. Yep. So, um, so I guess, <laughs> so I, I guess, really, um, to just, to just expand on it uh, just a, a little bit. I wanted to get um, general thoughts on it. And, and if, and if you guys think that this might flag other companies to avoid this kind of, in A titles anyway, where you're already paying $80, if some companies might sidestep this because of the well, the firestorm of sorts that's kind of built up around Battlefront 2.
1: Um, I don't know. I don't think there's a whole lot of other companies that are doing what the, to the length of what EA is doing. Um, so you know, obviously EA has a lot of pulling power. They have, you know, they're using a really famous IP like Star Wars to sell uh, characters or force you to play so much, like, of their favorite character. It's just, it's, it's not even, it's so bad, it's a bad look on everybody. It's a bad look on Disney. It's a bad look on EA. It's just a bad look. It's bad press. That guy should be fired, for sure. But uh, I don't know what you guys are looking at. EA
0: just, literally, literally just, just
1: posted
0: A thing on their Twitter about this, like Like three minutes ago, just 9:27 p.m. This comes up, so I'm going to give this a little readsy for you guys.
1: Uh, Oh shit! Yeah, like today we turned off in-game purchases for Star Wars Battlefront. The game, or the game, is built on your input and will continue to evolve and grow. (laughs) Get fucked!
0: Oh my
1: goodness. I bet you Disney came in and said, guys, fix this now. Now. Star
0: so, Wars is
1: coming out in weeks. Fix you this. You can't they can't yesterday. have this. They can't have yeah.
0: this happening leading up. So here's the full here's the full thing. I guess I'll read this just for for uh the sake of 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 keeping it going here. Uh thank you to everyone in our community for being the passionate fans that you are. Our goal has always been to create the best possible game for all of you, devoted Star Wars fans and game players alike. We've also had an ongoing commitment to constantly listen, tune and evolve the experience as it grows. You've seen this with both the major adjustments and polish we have made over the past several weeks. But as we approach the worldwide launch, it's clear that many of you feel that there are still challenges in the design. We've heard the concerns about the potential, uh, about pe- uh, potentially giving players unfair advantages, and we've heard that this is overshadowing an otherwise great game. It's a good, it's a good thing that they've taken up that position themselves. Uh, this was never our intention. Sorry, we didn't get this right. <laughs> we hear, uh, we hear you loud and clear. So we're turning off all in-game purchases. We will now spend more time listening, adjusting, balancing, and tuning. This means that the option to purchase crystals in the game is now offline, And, uh, all progression will be earned through gameplay. The ability to purchase crystals in-game, uh, will become available at a later date, only after we've made changes to the game. We'll share more details as we work through this. We have created a game that is built on your input, and it will continue to evolve and grow. Star Wars Battlefront 2 is three times the size of the previous game. Not that that was difficult. Uh, bringing to, su- uh, bringing to life a brand new Star Wars story, space battles, epic new multiplayer experiences across all three Star Wars eras with more free content to come. We want you to enjoy it, so please keep your thoughts coming and we will keep updated or keep you updated on, uh, our progress. So that just, just happened. Coming out of the general manager basically at DICE. Um, so there you go. There you have it. Disney Disney saw uh, or or heard the message. Disney went to EA, said, "Hey guys, stop fucking us up!" <laughs> like now, right now. Uh, we gave and you the golden goose have- was- as
1: soon as that Reddit post went wild. Yep. Disney called up and was like, "Game over, fixing this now."
0: So You're people fucked. people on the uh, online were um were basically uh tagging Disney in everything to try and make this all kind of come together. Um, because apparently Disney actively tracks a lot, anything that's, that's tagged with Disney in it. And so very everyone image oriented. Yeah. And so they were, they were very actively keeping on top of that stuff. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Um, as we speak at this moment, you can't purchase anything in the game. Uh, and so the, there you go. Now the real question is, are they adjusting gameplay credits in game? Well, obviously they have to, I just realize I'm way louder than you guys somehow, but yeah, the, uh, the real question is, I guess, where do they go from here? Because the entire system has basically been built around this monetary, this, this it was built around it. That's what was the problem before was that no matter how they tweaked it uh, without complete re- completely rebuilding it. People were gonna have an unfair advantage. And so uh Yeah. That's that's crazy. Well there you have it. Uh I, I don't know what else to add to that other than the fact that uh
1: it probably no, just did. I mean, there it is. They fucked up. They got called out on their shit. Yeah. Hard and as fuck, Disney too. called them up and said, fix this now, or someone's getting fired. And when I say somebody, all of you are done. And that's the show. <laughs> that's that's literally what happened. And I bet you they're gonna be walking on eggshells from here on out. Like the the they better really think about the next announcement they make about shit that costs money. This is this is where we're at now. And this is why that I got so jaded when it comes to video games and DLC is because I it was inevitable. And we're at the tipping point now where finally people are waking up. And they're saying, okay, you know what? It's one thing for some DLC, but it's a whole other thing when you're locking the main characters that are pushing the franchise behind massive amounts of gameplay or money. It's it's absolutely ludicrous. So I'd actually be completely okay
2: with this progression system if the game was free. If EA said, hey, we're putting Battlefront 2 out and you can just play the game, whatever they put in the progression and this whole crystal system, I actually would have been okay with My main problem with this entire thing was it wasn't just like a $60 game. to get the full thing with everything. Initially, you'd have to drop like 80 US dollars, which is like 100 whatever Canadian. And on top of that, you get hit with fucking time gates, you know, credit gates. And then you have to do the whole progression. I'm like, no, 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 no. That's the line. You either pick one side or the other. That's it. (laughs)
0: Yeah, can't well, be like we're yeah.
2: gonna take all your money and then if you want more stuff, more money. That doesn't work.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, that's that's just mm-hmm. it, right? Um, hey, whatever
1: just happened to making a game and releasing a game that people can play? Well, whatever happened to that? Like, it's that's just why I it's, loved, it's ridiculous. Like,
2: that's why I love studios like CD Projekt Red, which does The Witcher and stuff. They do like a big ass game release. And then maybe a couple months later you'll get another big ass content release that, you know, you pay maybe fifteen bucks for. But that initial big ass game is like a full fledged everything in it, all good to go. And each of the releases after that are, you know, big experiences. We've been getting it to the point where they're just nickel and diming us for everything.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, here is here's my here here's how I've seen this whole this whole process. And I, I don't think I don't think that EA accounted for the fact that if it got this bad, they'd probably have Disney knocking on their door. I don't think they ever saw it get to this point. Yeah. This is and this is how I described it on my stream last night. I'll try and give the condensed version of it here. This was a door-in-the-face technique of trying to open up the uh the ceiling in the AAA game market for uh this kind of monetization. As uh, as we can't uh, do it to Star Wars, you can't do it anywhere. No, so like if like as it stands right now, people in the AAA or the or the let's say harder core game segment, not the mobile people, that are used to paying all this money for all of these transactions, um, our ceiling for how much we will take in terms of developers trying to squeeze money from us is way lower. Like mobile is up here somewhere, and we're we're way lower down here. In terms of what we'll accept, and the the game for the last you know several years has been in this market. How do we get the AAA market up here with mobile? How because because mobile is spending two million dollars to make a game that makes a ten million dollars a day, and we're down here making a, a fifty million dollar game that doesn't do anywhere near those numbers, no matter how we try and make it happen. So how do we increase that ceiling? So. Don't. <laughs> so EA comes out and gives the door-in-the-face technique, I mean, not the foot-in-the-door, but door-in-the-face, which is offer something so obscene nobody is going to want to accept that it happens and then reel it back a little bit, making the people feel like they've had a voice in what's happened, and then the ultimate point in which they can, they can extract money from them is higher than if they had just come in at a lower uh, price point to begin with. If they had come out and given what we now have, excluding obviously the tweet that just happened, but if they came out and gave us uh, the 75% reduced whatever, like that model, people would still be pissed off about it. They'd still say, no, this this is no good, and then they'd have to go even lower. But in the case of uh, of how they handled this, they blew this shit out of the way. I mean, eighty fucking hours for two characters. They blew that shit way out into the stratosphere on a AAA title with a twenty five dollar starter pack and all this other. Sh- like they really went whole hog into this shit, right? Yeah. And then they said, "All right, we'll meet you. We'll meet you halfway. We'll do better than halfway. We'll meet you seventy five percent of the way down the hill." And then a lot of people, you don't need to convince everyone. You just convince the majority, which they did with that 75% reduction is, you know what, this is, it's still not great, but I can, I can live with this because I really, really, really want to play this game. And so they used that technique. They created for a very short period of time, a higher ceiling in the AAA market to approach that mobile monetization strategy. But obviously, uh, the folks above them weren't so happy about that and decided to claw them back on it. Now, I mean, it's negotiating one on one. It is. If
2: you have a number you want, you're going to come in at some number anywhere between you know, ten to a hundred percent higher than that, depending on who you're negotiating with. Because then they're going to come back and give you a lower number, and that's your negotiation. So you know, if you know that your party's going to probably meet your number, but they're going to come down in some fact. Fragment. You're just going to bump it up, being like, oh, they're going to see a shock value, and then they're just going to be like, oh, yeah, no, we'll take the lower number. And mm-hmm. Exactly.
0: And, you know, they, they went too far. They got too greedy. You know, that's so so here here we are. But thank God this is now. Now, what this inevitably ends up at, I'm, I mean, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to sit back and, and be comfortable with it until I see what their complete end goal is here, because spinning into our next topic, I keep wanting to go to this computer to do that, but. Forgot it's over here now. Um, is that EA recently just bought Respawn? Ba-da-ba-dun, ba-da-ba-dun. They have the rights to Titanfall now. Um, and my my shot in the dark is that um,
2: Titan- before you before you dive into that, can I give a little bit more history on EA's relationship with Respawn? Because that's actually super important. Absolutely, give her a um, go. So a while back, EA started a program, I think it was like the creators program or something where they would, they would work with smaller studios who wanted to produce the bigger games. Um, The studios they worked with would be much, uh, you know, would remain independent and would remain and retain all creative control. But what they would do is get access to EA and their resources and it'd be kind of like a partnership and EA would publish for them. Um, so respawn was like one of the um, initial studios to go in on this program, and they were also one of the biggest successes. Titanfall One was like a direct product of this, and then Titanfall Two, the follow up, which despite not selling well, was a phenomenal game and a really well done game. Um, so it kind of proved out that model of independent studios getting backing from big AAA studios from like a publisher relationship without necessarily having a lot of the hangups of the older development models. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, I'll let
0: Adam continue
2: and then we can go from there.
0: Yeah. So they buy up Respawn and it happens this news happens in and around the same time all of this Battlefront 2, you know, nonsense is 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 happening and um obviously where people's minds go next is when EA inevitably releases Titanfall 3. Yeah. How Woo! How far are DLC, they going to I mean if they went th- if they went this route with <laughs> Star Wars how are they going to you know do this with with Titanfall because Titanfall is a property that has loads of promise now here's the here's the mo- here's the the crazier thing like the panic just gave you the relationship they had right so EA actually decided where to slot the release of Titanfall too and they slotted it as we've discussed I think in the past right between it was a Battlefield and, um, the Call of Duty game. Call of Duty. They they like within days on either side. So they they li- they lamb to the slaughter. Here you go, Titanfall Two. Have the worst possible release date in the history of release dates. Have fun. Get fucked. Uh. So so, so there's now actually, the, the, there's actually there's some more interesting yeah.
2: stuff about that though. Okay. Um. So. That actually probably was part of the reason Respawn got bought up. Um, so EA That's where I was actually, going with this, yeah, yeah. EA had actually no intention and didn't want to buy Respawn. Like they, they it was an expensive purchase for them. They didn't want to do it. Um, but another studio which um, Respawn had worked with for the Titanfall mobile game, Nexon. I'm sure you've all heard of them. Um, Nexon came in and said, "Hey, this is a cool thing. Do you want to? You know, we want to buy you." Um, and Nexon made the original dollar amount offer of $400 million to buy Respawn. Mm. Um, Unfortunately for Respawn and unfortunately for EA and probably unfortunately for all of us listening and who like Titanfall, um, it triggered a clause in the Respawn contract with EA um, where EA gets a right of first refusal. They can match any offer made to purchase the studio and give them that dollar amount and then they effectively take the purchase. So by Nexon coming in, Nexon probably figured EA's doing Battlefront, whatever. Let's make the offer now. But then EA was like, no, we're not letting Titanfall go that easily. All right. So they actually exercise their option on that contract.
0: Conspiracy theory. I'm going to give this to Jeff to say whether or not he thinks this is, this is the where, where it goes. I love me some conspiracy mm-hmm. theories. Right. Okay. So Titanfall 2 gets released. Possibly, uh, argumentatively, the worst release date of all time uh, in in, in the history of a game that should be AAA in Titanfall 2. To the point where it was talked about for, for weeks and weeks afterwards, months and months afterwards. That was like during Call of
1: Duty and shit, right? Like all at the same time. So it was
0: Call of Duty on one side, and then, and this was in like a span of like three to five days on either side. Call of Duty on one side, Battlefield on the other. They're all first person shooters. They stick Titanfall in the middle.
2: Okay. Yeah. Like Battlefield, like Call of Duty came out on like a Friday right before the weekend. Battlefield, uh, Battlefield One, whatever came out the following weekend. Titanfall came out on Tuesday.
1: (laughs) Mm, That's bad.
0: Yeah. So they, they do that. All right. And then, um, and then Nexon comes in and does its thing, and then it, it kicks in that clause so that EA can can buy up. Now, Nexon came in, and they obviously didn't, you know, Nexon's not going to go, like anyone's offering first time, Nexon's not going to go super high, Nexon's going to come in on the low end, trying to sweep this up, but just enough, like just enough to buy them. Respawn's going to say, yeah, we want to do this. Respawn wants to go with them, but not so high that they're, that they're losing money. Right? So, but that kicks the claws in and then EA goes, "Ah aha, let me just come on in here. And buy you up. We fucked your game, which lowers your company's value. Nexon comes in, says, I'll save the day, but fuck you. clause comes up. Now I get to buy your shit for even cheaper than I would have been able to beforehand. And now we own your ass. Now we can put all the loot boxes and all the subscription fees and fuck Titanfall so hard in the ass it's going to be crying for its ancestors. What do you think? Do you think that's a possibility?
1: Oh, I think it's a, I think it's a like <laughs> it's likeable uh, i i feel like it's that's that's what the outcome was that's what happened <laughs> For palpatine bullshit right there
0: yeah. oh yeah oh it's, it's
2: crazy definitely, it's definitely what happened <laughs> slimy fucks i hope not like i feel like i feel like i hope the clause was written in such a way that Respawn's like i hope it wasn't like oh, on the offer coming in ea can counter it would be like no responds like yeah we want to take this offer and then ea can kind of come in and say okay i hope that was the case but yeah like I read oh. that news and Adam and I were literally just talking about it like I think it was like a week ago or something. And yeah. we we're both just like, oh, my God. Yep. This yep. is
0: like a disaster. And, and, and so uh, to move on from that, to to go a step further. Again, not this computer, Adam. Other computer. You can do this. It is You have you have the ability to do this. Uh, EA and Microsoft. This is kind of like tied into the same news story. Is this is fuck on EA podcast today? Damn, it's a lot of EA. I, well, all of it, because that's all that people been talking about this week. Literally nothing else. People just... All the news releases EA-related. Oh, my God. Um Because they all seem to be, like, connected in some crazy, you know, conspiracy theory type, type shit. So EA and Microsoft planning to release a... Uh, now they, not, not jointly, necessarily, but they have both discussed it. And EA more recently came out and said this, that in the next few years... So, um, with Microsoft around 2020, which means EA will probably be in and around that same time slot, uh, coming up with a game streaming service, kind of like PlayStation has with PlayStation Now. Um, so, so I just, I just want to hand this to Jeff. Well, all the information you have right now, I just want to hand this to Jeff. I just, I just want to get, I just want to get your, your, your thoughts on, 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 does this... Sound like like something to you? Does it sound like this is going somewhere to you? I just want I, I want to have like your your off the, your off the cuff reactions to to
1: this. So I mean, is it is it just like they're going to be able to go online and play a bunch of different EA games, or are they actually going to like make it so people are streaming? It's net no,
0: it's it's Netflix for Netflix EA games. For games.
1: I well, mean, they already
2: have that bullshit with like EA access bullshit or no, origin but this access is like whatever. the,
0: you're, you're streaming the game, like your console or whatever, you're not even running it. You're streaming it like oh, that, with like PlayStation. Like bullshit. Yes. The yeah. same technology is on live and in the, in the, all this stuff, whatever. But they're, they're creating a, a, a service that's likely expanding origin, uh, and trying to, you know, yeah, go, go that route.
1: Yeah, I can't say I'm a fan of it. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's just so fucking stupid. I mean, the the things that EA come up with is just on another level of dumb. Is are people demanding this? Like, people already don't give a fuck about your Star Wars game. Like, I I'm there's there's no way in hell I'm going to be playing EA games. Like, what 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 games do we get to play? Old Mass Effect games, like sports titles. Star Wars Battlefronts. Uh, They had a
2: lot of their franchises and titles on on the surface, at least for the past couple of years. They have been really good other than like, sorry, not recently, but like I would say about two years ago, two and a half years ago, they had like a streak of really good game launches. Everything was good. EA was hitting it out of the park. And then I don't know if some management change or whatever, but then the past two years, their stuff's gone to shit. They screwed up Mass Effect. Need for Speed recently came out and just got tanked. It was really bad. I'm like, I don't know. It's like they've been trying to monetize so much that things have just kind of gone to shit. Um, Yeah, I just, I don't think people
1: are are crying for this type of service. And I can guarantee you that when it does come out, their new releases will not be available on this service. It'll be older catalog games uh, because that'll take away from the sales. Now, if they came out and said, hey guys, if you want to pay a monthly membership for this, and oh, every game that we and every game that we release, every single game, that's it. You will be able you will be able to play the 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 DLC for the games will come in with the subscription, all that other stuff. Then maybe, maybe, maybe at that point, it might make sense for EA to do something like that because at that point people can play as many games they want. If they don't like a game, they can just not play it and move on to the next. They can go and play as much EA as they want because there are EA fanboys out there. I'm not one of them. But believe it or not, they do sell games. And, uh, you know, apparently people get really angry about things like Star Wars. And it gets downvoted the most in the history of downvotes. (laughs) So, you know, I I guess. But if if they're not releasing brand new games on the market on that all at the same time and they're making you pay for DLC... And also, on top of that, the membership price would have to be very, very, like, very, it'd have to be a very well-priced uh, It'll be $15 membership. a month. I'm a, Right now, this is November Probably, the 16th, like.
0: 2017, it will be $15 a month just to have access to EA games and nothing but else.
1: But, you know what? At $15 a month, makes sense if you get every single game released and the DLC so, to go with it. But here's, now here's, the, here's yeah, the kicker. yeah, yeah. What happens now about people that don't buy this shit, and they go out and they buy a game, or would they then be charging people for DLC on that game, or is DLC within the membership going to be a bonus, as in you're going to have to pay for the DLC on top of the membership, because they'd have to distinguish between the two, because not everybody's going to buy a, a membership, because some people just play one IP, that's it. They play Mass Effect. That's the show. You know, EA's dead to them. Otherwise, that's it. So they're obviously not going to buy uh, the, the membership unless uh, Mass Effect is coming out with a bunch of DLC that comes available on this platform. And so that they, when they weigh their options in terms of cost, even though they're only playing one game, is worth it because they would have spent the money anyway when the game comes out. So it really just all depends. Um, oh. But in general... It's, I don't, I don't think it's all that great. The only thing I kind of, and I know EA has been kind of floating the idea. The only thing I
2: kind of really see the whole subscription model working for are like the sports games. And I feel like there's a way to benefit both the consumer and EA um, with that because every year they're doing like a Madden and an NHL or NBA or whatever, right? If they say, instead of giving us like $60 once a year, Give us like five or six dollars a month, and we'll give you a Madden, and like, but that Madden will be constantly updated. You don't have to constantly go and get like 2016 or 2017 or whatever. It's the we'll Adobe Creative the ro- Cloud of yeah, Madden. Yeah, 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 we'll give you that. <laughs> we'll give you the roster updates. You know, we don't necessarily need to deliver, and for, it's good for EA because then they don't have to like necessarily do like massive engine overhauls or like institute major new features all the time. They can yeah. do like the roster updates, and they can like incrementally kind of like. Build the game as a service. I'm actually okay with that for for games like that. That makes sense because honestly, how much improvement is there in a sports game year to year? The rules don't fundamentally change. You might want to add a few features. The only major things that you're going to get are the roster thing. So if EA is like, we'll charge you six bucks a month and you get your Madden, EA instead of getting sixty bucks, they'll get like seventy two bucks a year, and you know the players will be happy because they can be like, I'll play Madden, and if you know if they're super addicted to it and they're going to play it all the friggin' time. EA makes their money. If they have mm-hmm. players who only play for a couple months, that player's happier cuz they'll be like, "All right, I'm done with Madden for now." And then they'll just end their subscription.
0: Yeah. So, here's here's how I see this this kind of going one way one way or another. Um it's it's obvious that major publishers like EA have been pushing for the market as a whole to shift towards a games as a service, you know, Segment. They they want every game to basically be a service. They don't want it to be a one and done. They don't even want it to be a base game plus uh, DLC. They they want every game that they have continuous. out to be a continuous revenue stream. So, um, my my guess is that EA is going to attempt to have this service for streaming. Uh, It'll be tied in with Origin. I bet you it will be $15 a month. But I, I doubt that you're going to be able to play games for free. I bet you you're still going to be paying for them, but not nearly as much. You're going to get a deep, deep fucking discount. But on top of that, because they're all discounted, I think there. I think EA's end game is to continue to try and push this free-to-play model, but package the games in such a way in, a, in in a service like this streamable service that people feel like they're not getting ripped off because they don't feel the hurt of buying an outright eighty yeah. to a hundred dollar game. So the yeah. whole game is to reduce the the perceivable expense on the user's end. To maximize the incremental monetary gains that they get out of each individual yeah, user, a cuts exactly a over slash. a long period of time, and I think that's probably their end goal. <laughs> We've seen EA's guy, uh, uh, you know, CEO or or department heads come out constantly talking about the fact that that EA has been in this in this to the point where they don't even have an identity anymore. Like EA used to have like an identity of like sports titles or whatever. Now they don't have an identity because they're buying up all these like these smaller houses. They're they're they're, not they're even changing smaller houses, dude. They have these are like huge studios, Criterion has a Well, huge yeah, but they
2: all of these are big studios.
0: But they're but they're diversifying the types of content that they have because if they don't do come out with a service like this, they need diverse diversified content for people to feel like it's a value for them to buy into. And they're not just getting, like you just said, like only sports titles. Well, here's titles. the thing
1: is I think, I think the vast majority of people are, are, they like one specific type of game. So, you know, there, there are EA guys that'll buy a bunch of EA different titles. But I think the sports guys are sports guys. And the Mass Effect guys are Mass Effect guys. The Titanfall guys are Titanfall guys. Which is and why they need the to show. diversify the stuff, right? To attract more people to the the
0: parent service or, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, they're trying
2: to change it up, though, internally, too. Because, I mean, they're, they're breaking down the silos. Like, Respawn, part of the reason EA was forced to buy them, and they really couldn't even entertain the notion of Nexon taking them, was because Respawn not only is doing Titanfall work for Titanfall 3, they're doing work for... Star Wars titles that EA is working on now. So they have like a whole pipeline because EA's got the exclusive thing for Star Wars games. Mm. EA literally has all of their studios in addition to whatever project they're doing. They have some Star Wars projects they're working on. So they're like, we can't lose any of our
0: studios in our portfolio because that'll delay all our Star Wars stuff. Yeah. So it's it's been a crazy week for EA, to say the least. Um, it doesn't look like we're going to hear the end of this for at least another couple of months into the new year, anyway, um, we'll you know we'll obviously keep tabs on. I'm interested to see what you know when they bring back in Battlefront 2 the ability to buy stuff. What that actually looks like, what the progression ends up changing to, um, because it's it's this is kind of unprecedented in my memory. I don't think I've ever seen a, a, a company go. Especially with a title with this high of a profile, to go so deep into it and be so close to launch, and then completely dismantle something that's directly tied to monetization—that's uh, pretty rare. So that's Disney power, right there. Yeah. So I'm I'm very interested in what is going to come out of uh, uh, of their changes. You know what they do inevitably do, uh, to say the least. Because and, and just to clarify, I haven't played the game, but what I've heard about the game. Other than the fact that every th- that that the experience is pretty me- mediocre, the campaign is mediocre, whatever. A lot of the multiplayer, um, gimmicky kind of broken stuff that was in the first game has been sorted for the second. So it's not necessarily that that the game is dog shit, but the progress the progression a good game and the monetization.
1: Is obviously All right. not. Fuck EA. Idea. I'm over it, man. Let's just move on. I'm yeah. just so tired of talking about EA now. They're so fucking that. Well, no, just... that
0: was that was it. That was the that was the the wrap up. All right. Now we All get right. to talk about your favorite thing, Jeff. Are you ready? Oh God, what is it now? Titty streamers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do I have Man. your
1: attention now? You Mr. have my Black? attention now. <laughs> before we you know what before I could we... go for a little subscription. 14 f- 1499 oh, and get as many titty streamers ooh, as boys, I can. Boys. What if it was ooh. all based on
2: tokens? Before uh, we before before we dive into this too much, okay. Adam and I talked about this earlier. Okay. Um let's try to keep our comments and criticisms respectful because we don't want to get banned on Twitch.
1: I don't give a shit. Yeah, I'm gonna speak gives a my fuck? mind.
0: Ain't nobody, no, ain't nobody, ain't nobody on Twitch. Anil, Anil isn't gonna watch this. this. Hassan's shit. not gonna watch this and go, "Oh, let's we be, need to, we need to get these nice. guys out of here."
1: Yeah, let's be nice. <laughs> they're they're humans too. I didn't say be nice. I said let's, be respectful. No. <laughs> the respectful between... of what? Hanging out with your tits out out of uh, your shirt while uh, just prancing around doing nothing in the <laughs> IRL section. So, All right, I'll respect that. Okay, so
0: the um. I'm sure you've probably seen this video. If not, I've linked the, an article that's probably got the video linked to it one way or another. But this streamer, his name's Trainwrecks, which is one of the most <laughs> I- ironic <laughs> names <laughs> uh, for a situation ever, uh, posted posted a video or was live streaming when he went on this rant, and it was it was it, uh, interesting <laughs> to say the least. Um, it was. I, when I watched it, I couldn't tell. Honest to God, this is what scared me about it. I couldn't tell if he was if he was being hundred percent serious or hamming it up a little bit. Because if if he if he was hamming it up a little bit, he 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 did an awful good job <laughs> of of acting serious. <laughs> was he uh, salty?
1: Was he just, like, yelling and shit? No, oh, dude, you have oh, to... Oh, it got you, bad. You have it to... got bad. Really? No, real... I gotta watch, I gotta watch you this gotta watch that. You, gotta, you gotta watch that. Yeah, you gotta watch that. I gotta watch this now. It's bad.
0: So, he goes on this borderline incoherent rant that um, was disturbing on some levels. With that being said, some, not all, but some of the the content behind, like, the message, a part of it, There, there is truth... Grains of truth, grain, and I mean grains, grains of truth in in it. He just went about it in the worst possible, like Tom Cruise having a meltdown type shit. Like just crazy. Like he looked like he was, I don't know what. But anyway, he goes just watch on watching Jeff's face for reactions to this video. So. Um, two clips go, get posted of that. And then the internet, it sparks the internet again, talking about Twitch TV.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. The guy sounds like he's, uh, like he's spitting some fucking poetry. It's like and, spoken uh, word. It's spoken word. Yeah. It's like, it's like if Mac, it's like yeah. if Macklemore fucking got on his stream and started like spitting some shit. Yeah. And there's like some epic music. Sorry to cut you off. I just fucking watched no, that. No, and He, no, went, no, it's he good. went ham. He, he went ham. He, he went. Did in. Say, he did say some pretty, uh, you know, ridiculous stuff. I mean, I get his message, but you know, things about leaving pussy on the floor where it belongs and like just <laughs> some, some weird some crazy shit. Yeah, that's a little. That's a little went far. Yeah, I, I, you know. Um, little, little crazy. You know, I have always I've always been the type of guy that was like, you know, I'll poke fun at them cuz it's cuz I mean, why why not? I mean, people poke fun at me all the time for dumb shit that oh, yeah. I do, right? Oh, you yeah. know, it is what it is. Um, you know, I poke fun at them cuz it's an easy target to poke fun at, but I always say I respect their hustle. They're making money, I respect it. They're not like prostitutes. They're smart. Most of them are smart individuals. They know what they're doing. Yes. So, you know what? At the end of the day, hey, they found You're a way to monetize for, real it's well. It's free reign to poke fun at them, uh, but I mean, obviously, we're not going to say extremely hateful things or like you know, uh, you know, try and diminish them as a person or some shit like that. I mean, do I agree with their behaviors? Mm. I mean, it's it's one of those things, right? I, but but doesn't it doesn't matter? Okay, it, so doesn't, here's, it doesn't affect me. So I'm like, you know what?
0: D- so fun. so there's so what happens is this this goes viral. Obviously, I mean, yeah. how could that not go viral? The guy yeah. literally just verbal diarrhea in, in the worst possible way, and everyone caught uh, caught him for it. So, so this r- sparks again the the discussions around uh, the IRL section of Twitch uh, and female streamers in general because f- there you know there there's a a pretty wide gradient here of female streamer. And on one end, you have the perfectly normal sitting at the desk, chilling with a sweater, whatever the fuck they want to wear. Nothing even crazy. They're just playing games. yeah. And obviously, they still get harassed because they're a, of a bunch of, you know, neckbeard, sexless fuckboys out there that, yep. you know, need to stop watching so much hentai and they get off their friggin... Their, their waifu pillows and out of their parents' basement. So, you know, that's going to happen, right? But what happens is now, and, and some of their uh, concerns are twofold. One, they're upset that they're getting harassed despite the fact that they're not doing anything remotely yeah. sexual. And and uh, whoa 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 whoa! Remote no, not that, No 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 no, no so He's I'm talking about on one, the spectrum. I'm on oh, on one. <laughs> spectrum. I'm on this end. I'm over okay. here. Okay, <laughs> okay. okay. You're You're on think? this side. We're not okay. we're not it's talking about say. just Woo-hoo. dance with a camel toe. Yeah, yeah. We're talking we about. We there yet. We're, we're, yeah. we're talking about. I'm I'm playing Hearthstone okay. in a sweater. Yeah. Right? Yeah, like we're we're. All right. All right. Okay. I was gonna say whoa whoa. Let's hold up the
1: fun bus here.
0: So there. So obviously that group of individuals is is upset for two twofold. One, the fact that they're getting harassed at all and in the in the in the amount that they are is obviously frustrating. And then the the secondary part of that is on that other end of the spectrum, the girls who know that they're abusing the system and 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 you know, they're getting their hustle on, they're doing the the Just Dance Camel Toe Extravaganza. Yep. Uh, you know, they are whether see they don't tend, they don't care if they get harassed that's this is the problem they don't give a shit yeah, they're course. making their money they mm-hmm. don't they don't fucking care call me a slut come at me exactly. bro they enjoy it they enjoy it's, it's, better, it's, just, they it's better, enjoy, than
1: better than the other sites they yeah, enjoy having guys gawk at them and, exactly and say shit like that so you know and because they're because a lot of them are insecure and have self-esteem issues sure and you know it is what it is but they they, they just like being being uh noticed so they,
0: so they don't care. The other girls do because they're not looking for it. Yep. And then, but the, on the on the side of the spectrum that doesn't give a shit, they're like the breeding grounds. And then, and then the 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 space aids leaks from the breeding grounds. And yep. and worsens the situation that already existed. Like before IRL happened, before Casey Tron, and before all this shit, and there were just some regular ass girls playing problem. playing video games. It was still a problem, but now it wasn't nearly as bad. But oh now my God. it's like now fucking, it's like a
1: fucking gong show. It's nasty. It's an absolute gong show, and it's, it's mainly nasty. just because you've got a lot of these. These cam whore like girls that obviously are not getting naked, but the, but the, it is it is literally the formula of a token site, yes. without the act of of actually doing sexual favors so it's for tokens. People for money. It's just here's five straight dollars. It's bits. It's instead of tokens, it's yeah. bits, and it's bending over or bouncing up, playing Just Dance, or writing a name on a whiteboard or whatever the case may be that's what it is it's it it's just it's not sexual it's very sexual it's sex driven 100% yeah. Yeah. when you're bending over slowly you're wearing booty shorts you're not wearing to a demographic. next to nothing oh 100% uh but you know what twitch is allowing them to play at that demographic as well that's so, the problem so the 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 thing is 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 while it's still happening but you know at the end of the day you can't really blame twitch either because what can you say do you say hey Uh, ladies, can you please wear something that covers up your body or, uh, you know, or we're going to give you a strike. You can't do that because then you're going to have girls that are going, well, it's not my fault that I'm big chested or it's not my fault that I dress this way. Now you're discriminating on who I am as a person and all this other stuff, which I totally get. But what they can do is they can strike down on girls that are literally licking popsicles and blowing on microphones and doing all these weird sexual things, uh, and, and w- which are hundred and fifty percent. Dude, I had somebody report my channel one time because I did a tea bag, and Twitch actually messaged me and asked me not to do that because it was it had sexual innuendo. and um, and and I didn't rebuttal because I felt like saying. Well, what the fuck do you mean when I'm putting a name on a piece of paper and teabagging a name, but yet you have girl streamers on here that are bouncing up and down, are wearing booty shorts, their webcam is staring at their ass, they have thousands of viewers, and nothing is being said. Nothing. They
2: haven't played games for hours. So yet
1: I am the one that that I've been doing this for years, and it's my shtick. And yes guys, this is the reason why I haven't teabagged anybody in the last 9 months because I was asked to stop doing it. So the 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 reality of it is is it's not treated fairly. And I understand where Twitch is coming from because it's a fine line to walk because if you do it, I don't actually it,
0: think it's that fine of a line at all. Well, I think I think the line is one. actually pretty
1: thick. Well, I mean it, when it but when you're asking girls to dress a certain way then it is a problem, although there at the are, same time you asked guys to not wear to not wear a so okay, you have to
2: wear a shirt. There's ways to address that without necessarily doing a dress code. They can do content guidelines and restrictions to say, hey, if you're going to be in IRL, we're still a game streaming site, so actually game. But if you're gaming, you need to have the game actually be some respectable percentage of your screen.
0: I uh, don't... To, don't no, go no, we, no, this is overly... Yeah, that's too convoluted. We're overly complicated. In, in yeah. the Twitch TOS, it says specifically overtly sexual content. There is a difference between wearing a tank top and you happen to be heavy fucking chested. Yeah, of course. And, yeah. and doing a Just Dance IRL stream... And is the tightest possible small form fitting, literally camel toe. And you know, you have a fuck. No woman is walking around with a camel toe going shit. I didn't feel this. I can see how this. big her lips are. I you can, can literally see, see how big her lips are. I can see her, see her, her
1: labia. Just, I can see the color of her butthole. I yes. can see how pink it is. And that's, that's pretty much the it's show. fucked up. Like, I, okay. I'm not joking. I'm literally not joking. There's a difference between joking. that.
0: There's a difference between there's a girl who actually outright said, so her stream was her doing, like, making some cosplay, all right? You got one camera on uh, her face, uh, one at her crotch, one that was literally a third of the screen in a vertical orientation, a camera that was just her ass, waist down, and that was the whole fucking show, and she's t- and she's got her tits fucking out and everything, and she says to somebody who's like, I'm going to report this channel to this, she, she said, go ahead. go ahead, Twitch doesn't care, because I had a Twitch... Uh, employee tell me that they just don't fuck. They just, they brush this shit out. They're not going to bother. So you go right the fuck head. And she's, she probably shouldn't say that, but she's right because the double standards are fucking absolutely insane. You, you overtly sexual. If what she is doing is not overtly sexual, what the fuck is overtly sexual? Somebody literally uh, Jeff
2: teabagging someone is
0: a, Yeah. Like, come Apparently. on now. Really? Yeah. Like, seriously, there was some chick that got, like, a, a one-day ban for, for getting donations or, or something and then pretending to masturbate for, like, 15 seconds and, like, noises and the whole nine yards, and wow. then you've got, like, dudes dudes get angry at a game or some shit and all of a sudden they're banned for, like,
1: five days. Like, it's just... It's fucking nuts. They don't... The ultimate problem it's a here, weird. It's a weird spot, Adam. It's... it's it, it. The thing is is, is unless they come out and they say this is what is not allowed and what is allowed people are going to continue to do it and the reality of it is and it's always been like this way with Twitch and i and i haven't complained like i didn't come out and complain about what they asked me to not do anymore i respect Twitch i enjoy the platform it's not going to like you know ruin my fucking day or whatever but at the end of the day and i'm not and i'm not about to play the card where it's like well it's not fair that this person can do this and this person can't do that the reality of it is as a streamer as a content provider I don't give a fuck what other people do. I'm focused on me, I'm focused on my audience and that's it. The real problem strikes at how the viewer is is treating other g- girl streamers that are legitimate that I mean they're all legitimate, even even the cam ones. But, I mean, as in the, the girl streamers that are not looking for the harassment, the ones that are just in it to play a game, build a great community, have fun, do the their job, streamers. live their dream, regular streamer, and, and then that's the show. And then you've got the spillover from the cucks that are coming in that think it's okay, and a lot of the time is they think it's funny. They're not doing it to be hateful. They're not doing it to be like, oh, you're a fucking slut. Yeah, look at you. You're a dumb Get in the kitchen you know they're not they're not they know i don't i truly believe that a lot of them don't actually feel that way and 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 you know that's just the way it is they do it because they think it's funny they they do it because there's a reaction of the chat there's a reaction of the streamer and they want to get a reaction from them whether it's good or bad it doesn't really matter but the thing is it doesn't make it okay am i going to go around and cry for every single person that comes in calls me a nigger on stream or drops in a tryhard in my chat I'm not going to bother. Listen, it, there's discrimination everywhere. There's discrimination on female gamers, there's discrimination on Asian gamers, there's a discrimination on black gamers. There is just a discrimination period and the reality of it is is it's not going to stop. It just will not stop. But if Twitch wants to get a handle on on how far it gets pushed they will need to eventually make some kind of guideline on what is acceptable for a streamer and how they present themselves because the reality of it is a streamer a, a, a viewer is a reflection of the streamer if the streamer is a guy like Adam that is chill laid back and and you know is isn't a spectacle he's going to get those type of viewers the ones that enjoy to sit back and relax and chill if I'm the type of guy that's crazy and puts on chain mails and sings and teabags people, I'm going to have a trolley-like stream. Now, there will be some relaxed people that just kind of sit in the sidelines and have a have a lull for the entertainment. Great. But if you have a cam whore-type streamer that sits the there MFC and shows other, her tits out streamers. all day and bounces around and does nothing but collect donations and talk to people that give her money, that's the type of, uh, of cancer in in the community in terms of like the viewers that is then going to spread to other channels because that's what you think it's okay it's I don't want to name drop anybody but there are some other bigger streamers one that actually got banned from twitch a guy who is crazy and so you look at his chat and it's nothing but spam I mean we're talking memes spam racist slurs homophobic slurs non-stop all the time and that's it And then whenever he's done streaming The spillover comes on to other streamers That are in the same category And then the fucking floodgates open they not, They're not going to go from spamming To just say Hey guys, how's it going? How's the game going today? Uh, they're yeah. going to go right from spamming To spamming And then they'll hop to another streamer that, that advocates the same type of behavior Because it brings in views And you're not alienating out those type of people You come to my channel <laughs> ban. Get the fuck out. And then they never come back because they know it's not going to work. And they're only there to troll. That's it. They don't even fucking watch the stream. They just want to spam. Try hard this. Try hard that. Try hard this. Try hard that. And that's it. That's all they want to do. So unless Twitch comes up with a guideline on how a streamer presents themselves and and, and the type of the ethical behavior or, or just common sense, and also they're partnering whoever now. It's whomever wants to get partnered, get partnered, and so it gives an incentive for anybody to just it. It holds Twitch at at a. Uh, responsible to an to an extent because a streamer is a reflective of the company and so if they're just going to allow anybody to be officially partnered now it's one thing to be a regular streamer just using a platform and then fucking up and then twitch can go well you know they're not a partner we're not actually paying these people they're just you know part of the platform we'll deal with it but when you become part of a a, of the system and you're attaching your brand onto their brand that is when at some point they're gonna have to go okay they're neat they're needs to be some kind of guideline because when the streamer starts to to smarten their act up that's when their audience will smarten their act up and until that happens you can't expect this the streamers to stop doing what they're doing because they're getting paid they're getting paid man well that's That's like someone coming to my stream and and saying jeff stop singing in auto tune i'm gonna say fuck you it makes me money it it makes people excited to be here fuck that shit right yeah it's the same thing. And that's and, the, and so what you,
0: and so you know, my, my stance on this, and it's kind of what you've you've said to a degree there, but I think I'm a little stronger in this direction, is that at the end of the day, in my opinion, this is one hundred and fifty thousand percent on Twitch. Because for as long as Twitch allows this stuff to, to happen at a streamer level, I'm not going to ask Twitch to try and actively police the viewership on the website. That's no. You can't not. you can't do no. that. That's no. up to the for streamer. The one, that's, that's that's the streamer. That's, the, that's the at the streamer number. level to decide what goes on in yeah. their own in their own chat, okay? What they can control is who is streaming on the website. And so if Twitch allows this stuff to happen and they're loosey goosey with the application of their current guidelines, which honestly I think are more than detailed enough. I don't think it needs to get yeah, they are detailed, more yeah. detailed than it already is. I think that the ultimate fault here is Twitch's application of their own guidelines and the failure to do so uh, in a reasonable manner. What makes it worse is that Twitch is hard nosed about never discussing um, the reasoning behind bans or not banning. It never happens. There's a it's a it's a curtain. Like in, in the bugs. you can't you can't tell what the fuck it's like. Well, that's Wizard because of it Oz.
1: changes. That's because it changes from streamer to streamer, and it shouldn't be like that. But that's the reality of the business. They're it's, not going to ban a cash cow. They might no, like, give him a slap on the wrist. Exactly. Like if Doctor Disrespect comes out and says something disrespectful. I mean, like you know, he could say fuck Twitch. I'm bigger than Twitch. I run this shit. Like fuck you know uh you know fuck bitches. Put them on the floor and pound pussy or whatever the hell that fucking weirdo said in his thing. Would, would he get the same uh, type of treatment? I don't know. You know, I I, I I I just don't know. And I'm sure that this guy will be back. I mean, you know, I'm sure it's just a temporary ban. Tempor- no, yeah, it's, no, it's, it's a temporary ban. He'll be back. It's not saying it's permanently, uh, permanently banned. No. Yeah, you no, know, it, it, it is what it is. But the the thing is, is it changes from a stream to stream basis, and it usually goes by reports. If a streamer is not getting reported, even though they may do and say bad things, the, the, obviously Twitch just will never hear about it because, I mean, there's so I, many streamers and, I think, and, and I, whatever. Dude, I think that's, no. Because on the IRL side, IRL is blowing
0: up like it's fucking, it, it's, it's 1999. The The people that are getting made on IRL are happening at a rate that is faster than on the gaming side, and they're not small streams. And uh, I think it would be naive to say that the Twitch, the, 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 the Twitch staff do not have a thumb on the pulse of the IRL side to be able to see with or without, uh, reports that some of these, some of these streamers, most of them girls, as the topic of this conversation is revolved around, uh, are, they're pulling in one, two, three, 5,000 viewers. Those streams don't just go flying under the fucking radar and nobody noticing that this kind of stuff is happening. And I would refuse to, to, to have that as an excuse that, oh, there's just so many streams on the website and we would just never, ever, ever, I, I, this is going to sound harsh. I bet you there are a bunch of male Twitch staffers that have, that follow a lot of these IRL chicks. It wouldn't fucking blow my mind in the slightest if we found out that a lot of them watch actively, some of these girls and look, guys. We live on the planet Earth. The planet Earth is full of people, and people are, are are fickle fucking animals. All right, and guys really like women a lot. Um, not all of them, but you know what I mean. Without the without ones. without change. Yes, without changing the topic of discussion, you know what I'm fucking getting at here. All right, when that happens, I mean, look, look, look at. Where we are right now in Hollywood. Look at what's happening right now in fucking Hollywood. Men are getting brought to the fucking noose every three and a half seconds that everyone thought were clean, just pristine human beings has never done anything. And all of a sudden, oh shit, that dude was fucking 16 year olds and forcing them to not say anything under, you know, uh, uh, under the the consequences of a ruined career. If you think that this shit doesn't also happen in the sphere of Twitch, and I'm not saying at Twitch's, you know, employee level, but even among streamers, you'd be, you'd be just as fucking naive. This is just the way of,
1: uh, of life. But what Twitch has to... Well, I mean, to... sex sells. I mean, it, yes. you know, it is what it is. And and there's nothing wrong with selling sex. No. But, but, but Twitch has to decide they're... if they're
0: going to sell sex, which they are right now. Twitch is selling sex. Full stop, Period. Twitch is selling in an IRL because they're doing it by not enforcing their own fucking rules in a uniform basis at all. I'm not even talking about guys versus girls. I'm just talking about not enforcing it, period. In many circumstances, they're selling sex,
1: which I don't have a problem with. I really don't care. I'm no, not a guy. I'm not a guy, a guy. I'm not a guy that's she- like. I think eight? I Go have nuts. no problem with a woman looking sexy on stream. Being you're not a little taking viewers
0: from me. I don't have tits. I don't yeah, have, I, mean, I don't have an ass. I literally flat I as tits, a board. Hey, I'm, if I'm, if I my a viewers kid,
2: are a different demographic. Is I'm, much what I don't give that. a shit.
0: You're not stealing yeah, my listen. viewers, but Twitch again, has to decide if they are, they have to come out and say, you
1: know what guys, this is okay. Then it just silences well, they, everything. Well, they did say that, but they did say that because they're not doing anything. So it is okay. Right. But yet it, they're it still okay.
0: banning people in weird and wonderful ways. So it doesn't, so they're, they're, they're
1: flip-flopping. Well, I mean, the they're guy, like the, guy got politicians. the guy got banned for saying some really I don't. I'm not talking shit, about the guy. You know. I'm talking about girls, oh, various okay. girls, well, various sizes, small, small
0: time girls doing some, some like casual shit, sitting there just in a regular ass tank top or something. And then all of a sudden they're gone for a day to three days. And then you've got other, uh, other people going 50,000 times beyond that for days on end where there's no consequences. You get the same girl I just referenced before, hundreds or thousands of people watching her, and she's literally talking about Twitch staff, telling her, it's cool! Have three different webcams, one at your fucking crotch, one at your ass, that's just a third of your screen, and then casually attempt to do cosplay.
1: Fuck yeah. off! Here but it so- is, you know what? Uh, yeah, I just don't. I just, you know what, girls? Go and make your money. Like, you know, it's... I'm not mad we'll at the make girls. Your money, I guess you know. Hey, I just g- want your, Twitch to choose
0: side. a fucking side and stop pussyfooting around the whole thing. That's why make I a want to say because yeah, I want. It's, I it's, want it's this discussion to
1: make. It's a tough. It's a tough line to cross because no matter how you put it, it's going to backfire. It doesn't matter if you say this is how you need to act because then it's almost like you're losing the creative. Ability to be who you want, and although we can argue what's creative about standing there in tights, but do this is Twitch nothing, TV. There are so many not. websites that allow them if they want I to, do that, to do but that. But they, but they did come out and they made the IRL section. I think the biggest thing that they could ever do right now is close down IRL and say, listen, we want to get back to uh the the integrity of uh, uh, on where it all started, and that is of gaming. And yeah, although the, the IRL was an experiment, um and we we enjoyed. What people have done and 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 some of the content they provided, we just feel like we want to stick to uh, what what started at all, and that was gaming. Because before, when when it was all about gaming, if you were not gaming, you were getting banned, or you or somebody we're would come warm. in and say, yeah, warm. somebody would come in and say, you need to start playing games. Like you, you cannot take more than like a twenty minute break of doing nothing, and then your stream will be shut down. Which I thought was great. You know, because that eliminated a lot of people that were were doing IRL streams without it being IRL in terms of sitting there. Some of them had stream houses with webcams, just playing, staring at a pool for eight hours while they sleep, and you know all this other shit. And and so it was, it just progressively turned into more of a creative thing. You know, as technology starts getting better and people are able to stream wherever and whenever. Um, you know, there's that. And you know, people if, are driving, driving vehicles streaming on Twitch, I literally like- driving down the road and streaming. They're fucking they're they're going to airports and streaming in airports. They're doing whatever they want. And there's no there's no guideline. There's no boundary.
2: I, I feel like they had the right idea with creative and music and talk shows, those categories, because Absolutely. it's content. It's like it's like defined content that yeah. you can do. And I'm totally like, that's the type of IRL content I want. I don't necessarily, again, there's probably, I'm, 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 there's a huge demographic of people who do want that, you know, content of someone just sitting in a room and talking on a webcam or whatever. But I feel like that's not Twitch. Like that's not what Twitch was designed for. You know, it's, it's, it was meant for gaming, but it's moved away from that, which is the disappointing part
1: because it's yeah, brought, it been, it's it brought a lot cool of undesirable if elements. Side, if they, if they kind of branded it differently, where, it was, there was a Twitch, Justin you know, there TV. was an IRL section, like an IRL, like right off the page, like right off the, the, the browser. And it was like just a, a, a company that was kind of corresponded with Twitch. So that, Justin. you know, Justin.tv, <laughs> exactly. You know, I, I tried <laughs> to say resurrection. That without saying it, um, but you know what, that's just not, I just don't think that's going to happen. And and at the end of the day, um, I don't have a problem with with the girl streamers that sit around and and, and show their bodies off and stuff. I, I personally don't. Like I'm going to continue to poke no, fun at them because it's easy. Yeah, of course. Um, and and it's and I do occasionally tune in and just have a laugh, right? And just have a laugh. I'm not a hater, man. Listen, when a chick is making more money than me, uh, all the power to her. Like I mean, all the power to her. Equal equal rights. Go and make your money. Uh, you do your thing. You know, it doesn't affect me. It does affect other girl streamers negatively. It really does. And that's not fair. But life isn't fair. And, you know, I'm discriminated on on a daily basis. That's not stopping me. If you are a streamer, you got to have thick skin. You got to understand the game. And if you are a female streamer and you can't handle a dude coming in and calling you a bad name, then maybe streaming isn't for you. And you can go and say that. Well, she shouldn't be put in that situation to begin with. Well, guess what? It's the internet, sweetheart. And at the end of the day, you got to learn how to have thick skin or get out of this out of this industry. And it doesn't. We 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 can't necessarily hold. uh, You know, we can we can hold Twitch accountable for. To an extent, but at the end of the day, when somebody comes in and says something hateful, then that's a problem. And I do like the fact that when a streamer says something very hateful, Twitch did come in and and lay down a little bit of a law and say, listen, we understand you're passionate about it. We understand you don't agree with it, but there's a way to communicate, there's and, and there's a line, because what that guy did is he 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 said it in such a, a hateful way that, that, uh, that really... Hit on females and and basically said that they're less than something, that they're a sex object, even though some of them are presenting themselves that way, you don't feed into that because now of the viewers that you have – they're now going to go to those streamers that are trying to make some money that that are entertaining in their own way, and they're going to go and, and and repeat those hateful things or tell them to go watch that video, and and then they're they're doing the exact thing that those people are now complaining about doing to somebody else. It's a big fucking circle. So again, you know, it just again, is what it is.
0: I, again. Community societal issues, not on Twitch to fucking change no. the fact that, that society has a bunch of mouth breathing idiots. That's it sucks cool. Sucks that it's it that way, it but sucks
2: It's, it's, it's that a way. reality that's gonna take time to change. The, and it's not which on Twitch. is not the crusader.
0: It's not on Twitch to change that. Nor is it on Twitch to to um uh, to to tell the girls. That they can't do that in their own lives if they wanted to go and do that. That's not on Twitch. But what Twitch has to decide is what is Twitch with or without IRL and fucking stick to whatever that is. That's the crux of the problem because if Twitch sticks to that, then at the very least... The, the, it doesn't fix the community. It doesn't fix the fuck boys. It doesn't fix all that shit. But what it does is that it it allows the people that do stream on the site, and I'm speaking more specifically about the girls that are catching flack because of this other stuff happening, to mm. decide, do I stay here and support that? Do. Yeah, or do I want to, to go somewhere else? Whether or not that's a good decision to go somewhere else, it's totally fucking extraneous. It's just that at the very least, then it tells them, This is what the site is going to become. This is the direction Twitch is going in. It's likely only only going to get worse. So do I want to to stay here or do I want to try and do something somewhere else? That's the problem. It's Twitch not sticking to their guns. Um, I'm, I'm with Jeff. Go girls, go. Make, you, your you do, yeah, you, make your money. You do you. Yeah, make your money. You do you. If know. you if you have if you have as much shame as Lag TV and that's about 0. Push
1: the envelope, you know? Go, see how far you can take it. I mean, you know, get her. uh it is it is what it is. I'm not going to hate on the hustle. And I think that Twitch in a way has said what it is that they don't like. Obviously, playing just dance and booty shorts is totally fine and 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 wearing a sports bra is totally fine or some girls I've even seen just wearing panties, like legitimately just wearing underwear um and and apparently that's fine and that's okay i mean i'm okay with that i really am okay with that and they haven't banned anybody for for doing that what they what they have done to to some female streamers is when they're being overly sexual is when they're when they are moaning and licking things in a sexual manner and and doing i guess kind of like what i did when i teabagged the paper although i've been doing that for you know six years and 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 have You know, had people from Twitch like laugh and have it on Reddit, and you know, but all of a sudden, since all the emotions are so heightened about all of this controversy on what is allowed and what isn't and what is sexual and what is not, um, you know, we're starting. There's there's these gray areas, and I think right now Twitch is just picking and choosing what is bad and what isn't when it is all kind of a gray area. And as I guess, if you're a girl, as long as you're not like you know trying to blow a microphone you're fine. And if well, that's the case, then, you know, my favorite part about all
0: this is that all the stuff that we just talked about and the and the, the crazy cases that, that exist currently and what goes on in IRL and then uh, and then uh, Twitch banning male nipples. It was like it's just like the. But it's, I,
1: I, that's not it anymore. You're, now you can stream shirtless. Oh, we've brought that back. I'm almost certain that you can have stream, we double back so many- on that. I've seen so many streamers shirtless. There's a bunch of workout streams, like dudes got their shirts off. Maybe that was the catalyst was,
0: all right, we have IRL workout streams. We have to allow men to walk around shirtless
1: now. Yeah, (laughs) I'm I'm almost, I'm like 99% sure that either that or they're just not enforcing it because I see dudes with their shirts off all the time. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't
0: be, it wouldn't be shocking. uh, It wouldn't be shocking either way. Moving on to the next segment. We're into the other pop culture-y stuff. Movies, TV, everything in between. Um, not a huge list here, uh, because basically the only thing anyone's talking about in the movie industry right now is who touched wine, uh, to who touched who, when, uh, how old were they, and how many times did they touch them. It's pretty much the only thing that's going on. Kevin Spacey got fucked, literally and figur- uh, figuratively.
2: They found more stuff for him dating no. over, like, yeah, dude. He was like director in residence or whatever for a studio and or for like a theater in London, and they like looked at stuff from like twenty six uh, two thousand six to twenty fifteen, and they found like twenty to thirty more complaints.
0: Oh no!
2: And they're like, oh, well, we can't act God. on any of these, but we
0: found them. So Kevin we're needed to you be given know. some more spacey, if you know what I'm fucking talking about. Just getting a little a little too close with with the folks. Um, <laughs> uh, and then just today. Somebody's somebody uh, decided that they were going to call out Sylvester Stallone. Oh, Stallone mm-hmm. got called I out. Yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah, see that. Al Franken got called to Yeah, yeah, for a, a, a case back in '80s. Like this is like from the '80s. Like '80s when he was 40 years old, and it was on the set of some movie they were doing, uh, and and the girl said that. Uh, Uh, Stallone and a bodyguard forced her to blow them and then said, if you tell anyone, we're going to, you know, basically, we're just going to kill you. (laughs) Uh, to which Stallone and, 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 and his publicist came out immediately and said, yeah, that never actually happened. (laughs) Um, and I guess this is, I guess this is the... I guess the problem here is that with all of this going on and with all of it being so high profile and all of this being people who have a lot of money is um, how many how many fake cases are going to be filed um, and will they get away with it? Because really most of these cases are just he said, she said, and in this case, he said, she, 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 and she said. So it's girls that are getting together that are, that are, are saying, yeah, I did, and I did, and I did, and I did. Um, and I'm I'm not saying that, that any or any, all, or some of these cases aren't entirely true, but I, I have haven't to imagine actually, people are going to try
2: and capitalize on it. I, I feel like that's going to happen eventually, but so far, from what I've seen... All the allegations that have at least made it into the news have had multiple accusers who have no relation to each other, and they've been verified or vetted in some way, shape, or form, which, at least from a journalistic standpoint, can hold up to scrutiny for why they published it. Um, I haven't seen one yet in the recent amounts that have come out where it's been like they've had to either give a retraction or it was like a false accusation. That hasn't happened yet. But I feel like they've been much more um, diligent because part of it, and again, the part of this whole dynamic has been, and the reason why you're getting things from like 30, 40, 50 years ago, is all goes back to the Weinstein scumbag stuff that he did, right? He is one of the most powerful people in Hollywood at the time. So him getting taken down um, empowered a lot of people to come forward and say, this is what happened to me, but I was too scared to actually say something, right? And now it's actually coming out that, yeah, these are a lot of these accusations are true. So I'm really happy that that's at least happening and that there's even if it's not necessarily justice, they're at least getting heard now. Mm. But I am 100 percent agreeing with you, Adam, that at some point someone's going to do something scummy and try to take someone else down just for their own personal gain with false accusations. So I'm hoping when that does happen that the hammer drops to kind of discourage that behavior while still – Allowing people to say, yeah, this person did something wrong, and yeah, it might have been a while ago, but maybe we can do something to hold them accountable. Um, The one thing I don't necessarily like is that the accusations are totally tanking careers um, and totally causing problems. Um, I I still do believe that people should be given benefit of the doubt, Um, but then when you have like 30 people accusing you and it's kind of edited out, that's a different story.
0: It's a difficult situation because you're talking about, you're talking about celebrities and you're talking about people that are, that have icon status. So they're, they're given a much higher, uh, a much higher degree of credibility than your average citizen. So, uh, or even to a, to a degree, a, a lesser known member of the acting community. So you've got, you've got the challenge of these people experiencing these things at the time. And if they... Thirty years ago, tried to lay these accusations out. What are the odds that anyone's going destroyed. to 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 listen to them without subsequently destroying their own reputation uh, for doing so? And then on uh, on top of that, um, uh, I mean, no, I no, I guess that's really, I, I guess that's really just it. Is what are the odds uh, that that goes over well for them? I don't think it does. And and now that, uh, it's happening at a higher level and, and more people are coming out. So there's a double edged sword. It's good that it started, it started because it's allowed more people to come out and, and discuss it. Um, but at the same time, it it, when it happens at this volume, it allows people to sneak in and, and even, even get together with other people. There could be, I'm not like, there could be five, six women that just get together and say, all right, girls. We're taking down this guy over here. He looks... Uh, Steve Buscemi looks like he might have touched a couple of people in his life. Probably not. He's probably one of the nicest people in Hollywood. But you know I what I mean? Haunt. You know what I mean? Like, let's just choose a dude that looks like he fits the profile and go for it, despite the fact nothing's
1: happening. I mean, yeah. I mean, it can happen. I mean, you can do that, really. If you can You can blackmail or, or, or you know, f- try and frame anybody, I guess, in anything. Um But the thing is, is in Hollywood, when people speak up, it's it's typically the truth, um, mainly because everything is on the line. Like if you're an actress in Hollywood and you come out and you're outing somebody like a Weinstein or a Stallone or a whoever, um, you better be damn sure you've got some proof. You better be damn sure that a lot of other people know because they will blacklist you like the plague and you will be forever forgotten. So typically, when these things do happen, I'm saying it all the time, but as of right now, I mean, it's pretty evident that Weinstein was a fucking dirtbag from many, many sources. I mean, everybody in Hollywood. Literally everyone
0: in the industry that's over the age of 20.
1: And I mean, we saw what happened (laughs) with Louis C.K. Louis C.K. just came out and flat out said it's true. Um, And then with with Kevin Spacey... um, Everybody is saying that it's true. His brother even came out and said that his father's like a Nazi, you know, uh, diddler, essentially. Um, so, you know, it, it, when when they come out and they say these things, I don't think you have to worry too much about framing people. Because the they're fighting it out. Yeah, the, the, the reason why there's so many people that come out is because when one person comes out, then it's easier for everyone else to say, yeah, he did yeah, this no, to I me agree. too. And no, I've I been agree. fighting this my whole yeah, life yeah. and – and, uh, you know, now we're suing,
0: you
2: know, now we want they don't want to like, they got over the speed bump. Like yep. it's just like once, once it starts rolling down hell, then it's like, okay, now we, now we're comfortable.
0: But yeah. Um, so all of that's happening. Stallone got outed, uh, when you were gone, Jeff, I just mentioned that obviously, well, not obviously, but Stallone's outward outright saying this literally never happened. You can talk to, um, the head of whatever police department that was there at the time and see if anything was ever filed or anything was ever mentioned ever about me, whatever, they came out and said, "No, it's 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 clean. It's whatever." Honestly, Stallone does not necessarily strike me as the type of dude that would do that. And if it was, if it was one case, and it was, the, it was how it was framed too. Like I could see, like it's one thing to say that somebody sexually harassed somebody else, but it's another thing to say that forty-year-old Sylvester Stallone into in already deep into his career for success in the eighties forcibly. Had you blow him and his bodyguard under the threat of like death, like really? Does that like does that really sound like I I get that people can do some crazy shit, but I mean that's that's a very heavy thing a to put on guy. somebody. Heavy accusations that's and very heavy,
1: descriptive accusations. So you know, you know, I, I fe- do
0: That's the, yeah. So anyway, and, that, and that's why I mentioned. Uh, that's why I mentioned, you know, maybe there are going to be some cases of people trying to get away with some of this amidst the reign of totally truthful. Mm-hmm. It happened. Everyone mm-hmm. knows Hollywood's been about this game for a, a very long time. It was just mm-hmm. a matter of time. But now that it's happening, I mean, we live in the world of litigation in the states. It's let's somebody going to try and sneak in, and I, I just thought about that today when I saw the Stallone thing because I was thinking that is a heavy. That is a heavy, heavy, heavy accusation. Not only having you do that to him, but fucking forcibly blow his bodyguard and say that they're going to take your ass out if you yeah. freaking talk about it. I mean, that's... Whew.
1: Swallow or die.
0: Yeah, like that's crazy. So yeah. um, other Messed than that, up. small little tidbits of things uh, happened this week in the world of, uh, of, of movies, I guess. Uh, one of which that caught my eye was that apparently they're going to try and do an Are You Afraid of the Dark movie? Um, I don't know who remembers that TV show that's from back force, in the day. Of course, I remember, yeah. Uh, the, the writers, movie? the writer or writers from It and, and Annabelle are apparently the ones doing it. So Ooh, maybe it turns out to not be complete trash.
1: <laughs> That'll be interesting.
0: So that, that caught my eye. But how do you guys think they're going to turn the formula? Cause that TV was a, a pretty specific formula, right? And it wasn't all I mean, interconnected. There were individual stories. So how do you think they're going like, to do that?
2: I mean that's the well, that's the beauty of Are You Afraid of the Dark? It was a couple of kids come around the campfire in the intro. They start telling a story, and then it just does whatever story it is for that week. Yeah, that I think it, I think
1: it'll probably be sort of the same thing where they tell a story, or they they are part of the story, or like yeah. you know they they go to the campfire and they're telling the stories, but then something is coming to life, or something happens, yeah. or whatever the case may be. I think it could be cool. The only thing that that is kind of shitty about it is I'm sure it's still gonna have that. That kid feel to it, you know. It, it's kind of be kind of like when Goosebumps came out with fucking uh, Jack Black, and it oh, was yeah, still, it happened. was almost like Jumanji. It was still Except very kid like. Really <laughs> yeah, so that's the thing. Like, it would have been really cool is is if they came out with if, with a more of a, an adult version of Are You Free of the Dark for the people I'm not that saying, grew up with it. Exactly. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not saying uh, it needs to be rated R by any means, but it would be really cool if if they understand that the people that watch the show are now. In their late twenties, early thirties, and we've grown up. And although we'll probably still go and watch it for for the lulls or take our young kids or whatever, I think it would be really cool if they if they turn it into like a serious like Are you afraid of the dark? Like you know there because there's something to be afraid of, and, and actually make it uh, scary. And there's so much that you could do with it too. Because if they do go down the story route. They could make a movie every Halloween, and it could be a new story, right? It could yep. be around the campfire, mm-hmm. and there's so many different things that you could do that you're not stuck to like one formula. Like just take an
0: episode and stretch it into an hour and a half, hour, 45-minute movie. and
1: Exactly, and and, and it would be easy to film. It would be cheap to film. Uh, you know, you don't need the same actors every you time. You don't need the same actors every time. You could just get new actors that'll cost you a fucking a box of cornflakes or a box of vector <laughs> cereal from we'll Costco. We'll put a roof
0: over your head for the next nine
1: months. And that's it. And and yeah. it would be a, it would be a success at the box office because it's a horror movie. It's backed by a big name. As long as the first one was reasonably well done, yeah. they they could just come up with anything. I mean, the crazy stories you could just come up with. They don't need to follow a formula every single it's time. It's a way
2: to it's a way to franchise independent stories. Yeah. yeah. Exactly.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, you know, we could cross our know. fingers. Yeah. It could it could turn out to be really good. So, you never know. Uh, and then the second thing I wanted to talk about, and then we'll see if anything else on you guys, uh, your guys' plates for, for this. But, um, the, (laughs) I don't know who saw it. I'm sure everyone has seen it. Hard not to. Deadpool 2 released a, a teaser trailer skit thing that was one of the most well-targeted for the demographic, well-done, true-to-the-source material, but still twisted, uh, ad- in Deadpool 2's Bob Ross skit. Did you see this, yeah, I Jeff? I saw that. I saw that, yeah. Magic. It's funny. Yeah, fucking it's, it's, ma- magic. Even in the yeah, credits. Even the credits amazing. were perfect. If you look at the credits, it said lighting done by Tom Edison. Like, it was like giving yeah. credits to fucking Thomas yeah. Edison I mean,
2: for creating the light
0: bulb. Like it was all, just all about
2: that. Yellow snow, Betty White.
0: Yeah, uh, yellow snow,
2: yeah. Betty White. <laughs> the paint colors were amazing. Clockwork <laughs>
0: orange. But yeah, he should have uh, said Betty White. He should have he Betty should have White. Yes. Yeah, White. White. What was he what did he say when he was um when he was Beaten like the devil out of it? I he yeah, was just he it, it was basically else. it was basically a, a jerking off joke. It was, it was <laughs> whack it off. Just whack <laughs> it off. Yeah, just just <laughs> whack it off again real quick.
1: Yeah, it's uh Ryan Reynolds is is Deadpool. I mean yeah, it, yeah, yeah. it's it's uh he just embodies it and it's almost it's almost like Ryan Reynolds was always Deadpool. And so everything that he's done over his whole career, he always acted like that character. It was yeah, al- it was true. almost as if, you know, I, I don't know, it's like divine intervention <sighs> happened and and Ryan and Ryan Reynolds' career has has been up and then fucking tanked and then it was up a little bit and then stagnated and then once he signed on a Deadpool and he fought Game for it over. forever. He fought and fought, and then they were gonna do it, and then it got canceled. And then they said, "All right, fuck it, we'll do it, we'll do it, we'll do it." Rated R, we'll do it the right way, and boom! Now it's just massive. I mean, he is crushing it. All the advertisements are perfect. His his delivery and his lines are perfect. The character's awesome. It's brutal. It's it's it, they poke fun at pop culture. They poke fun at other superheroes. I oh, mean, great. it is it's, it's 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 so much fun. It's just fun. That's what it's all about. It's just fun. Like Somebody somebody in the marketing department was like, hey,
0: Twitch TV did a Bob Ross revival, and now a bunch of kids actually know who the shit Bob Ross is. Let's do a Bob Ross riff. And 100%. It, and it's just perfect. 100%.
1: Perfect.
0: 100%. Absolutely freaking perfect. So those are the two things that stood out for me this week. You guys have anything uh, movie, TV, whatever related? Uh, i not, assuming you're really. doing Justice
1: League, Jeff. Yeah. Um, Kayla, uh, she... You know, she was like, I want to go and hang out with some friends. So now we've, we're, <laughs> we're going out tomorrow night to go bowling. Um, fortunately, we're going with a couple of friends, so it is nice to hang out with friends. But uh, I wanted to go see Justice League tomorrow. Unfortunately, we're going to do the bowling, and so I'll go on Saturday. So I'll go see Justice League with her and IMAX on Saturday. But I'm looking try forward to, go to watch it.
2: go before uh, the podcast next week.
1: Oh, for sure. I, the reviews are kind of meh. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're, they're you know yeah. yeah I mean it's DC right so it is what it is we'll see what happens I'm um, I'm excited for it though I'm I I really love Ben Affleck as Batman I love Wonder Woman I actually like Wonder Woman more than all of them so oh she's the best character in the universe so wasn't far. that
0: part of the, the controversy around this movie I, I loosely use the word controversy in that how they handed the handed the what are they called the Amazonian women basically the the Wonder Woman side the girls who aren't Wonder Woman but are technically still Badass of Wonder Amazon's. Woman stock. Yeah, yeah like they they, they dramatically changed their costumes from the Wonder Woman movie, which were done really, really well into here's some sex sells shit, like in a way that, in a way that's just like, how do you, how do you go from, from yeah, it nailing hot, it over man. here? The
1: seasons change out there, okay? Maybe it's summertime there. <laughs> it's a little hotter. They need, a, they need to skim <laughs> down a little bit, you know, looking taking care of their tan. They've been working out. They're looking oh, yeah. good.
2: Hey, man. Look, the reviews for this movie have been double of the previous DC movies, other than Wonder Woman. So you know, I have high hopes. You know, going from twenty percent to forty
1: percent, not that's, bad. Uh, that's a pretty good, uh pretty good almost jump.
0: batting five hundred. Almost, almost.
2: Not quite, but we're almost batting. 500. I heard this movie is also like friggin' long as hell.
1: No, they they shortened it down, so it's uh, oh. just under two hours. Um, Ooh, that's heavy cuts because they're only ten minutes. Hundred and ten minutes. And uh, apparently, you can notice it. They it was a two hour and forty five minute movie. Yeah, and uh, what they're going to do is they're going to release the full version on Blu ray. Obviously, and people are already thinking that it's going to be an infinitely better movie when all the pieces show up because apparently, there is some scenes like you can where they're in the middle of a scene and then it just kind of ends, and you are like, why? what the fuck like why did that even happen what is happening with this and it's just gone so um that's disappointing
0: yeah. yeah i mean that happens when you're rushing this stuff to catch up with marvel that's just kind of what's gonna happen you're gonna run into yeah, this weird two hour and 45 minute movie why are you gonna just
2: to
1: the studio marvel, cut 30
2: 40 minutes off of the it. the
1: studio apparently made them uh made them cut it down to under two hours they thought it was too long that people weren't going to want to go to the theater uh, and watch a almost a three hour movie, which, you know, I'm still ranks. I'm still gonna go, yeah. but I will say a three hour movie or a close to three hour movie in the theater is rough. Like I, yeah. I'm a movie goer, like even watching something like um, uh, Interstellar, and you can feel the length of the movie. Like I go and watch like Wolf on Wall Street. You know, if you're watching a Scorsese movie, you're you're in. You, you may as you're well take a while. snack and a pillow. Cause like you're 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 in there for a while, and you can feel the length on most of those movies, homo. Um, so <laughs> you can def- you can definitely feel the length uh, of the film. So especially when you're when you're taking a young one, you know, there's a lot of young fans that want to go a and watch long Batman. Time. That's a long time to sit in a movie for 2 hours 45 minutes and it's a great selling point for the DVD, Blu-ray that comes yep. out where you're saying, "Hey, we're going to sell tickets anyway. Version. Now you're going to get the extended version for the low price of 40 bucks and everyone's going to run out and buy it and watch the actual, movie. you know, uh movie and of course, uh some, you know, some really shitty things happen during the the filming of the movie, um, uh, Zack Snyder, his, I, I do believe it was his daughter, committed suicide. Um, yep, Whedon took over. Yeah, Whedon took over. Uh, so a lot of a lot of bad things happened. A big amount of reshoots. Superman had to come back, and he was filming another movie, and he had a big beard, a mustache. They had to digitally remove the mustache for the entire, like, his, almost all of his scenes. Uh, so that cheap. was... No, not at all. So there's a lot of fuckery that happened with uh, with that movie. So we'll see. We'll see. I'll enjoy it. Um.
0: Ba-da-ba-da-da. Oh, did you finish Stranger Things yet? No. Nope. Oh my son uh, of a bitch! Dude, com- vis-
1: Speaking of that, Punisher comes out tomorrow. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't mm. wait. I'm hearing. Uh, I'm hearing good things. I've, I've a couple of reviewers that I that I listen to. Um, they had a, they had a, uh, some issues with the first couple of episodes, um, but apparently it gets, it gets pretty good. Well, that's good. Yeah. So we're not going to have like a, uh, that, that fist type thing or the Luke Cage type <laughs> oh, crap. That. It'll be, it'll be better than, uh, the Iron Fist or whatever, the Maiden Fist or I don't know what to call it. Iron exist. Fist doesn't yeah. exist. You mean the immortal Iron the Fist immortal Any Iron. rant? Yeah, the garbage. How many times does he freaking have to say it in the series?
0: Oh yeah, that's um,
1: pretty much it for uh, for movie related stuff. Nothing great. else uh that is worth talking about. Oh, I did I did go to the movies and and see um I watched um oh uh, man. The one about the uh the firefighters. Um oh, will say, say I know I know what you're talking about. I just can't think of the name of it, but um Yeah, something pride or something uh um, yeah. somebody will say it. But anyway, that was a really, really good movie. That had Miles Teller in it, and mm. um, and what's his face there, uh, uh from from Marvel, playing, playing all the bad guys, uh, the main guy, uh, Thanos, uh, Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin, thank you, um, man, and Josh Brolin was fucking big in this movie. You could tell he was uh, he, well, he was he was, he was getting between, ready. He was he was either <laughs> in between movies, yeah, uh, and and it, probably after he was done filming uh avengers and then before he's filming deadpool so he was like all jacked up he was jacked like he wasn't ripped you could tell he wasn't as shredded as he is for deadpool that the pictures you see but he's fucking yoked i mean like and he's like he's wearing heavy shirts and then there's like some scenes where he's he has a shirt off and you're like god damn josh brolin (laughs) like how old are you you got to be like 50 something years old and you're looking like you're 40 the guy is yoked but uh, it was a great movie, uh, a true story. It was a very sad, uh, and I went there like we, we. And the other week we talked about like just being in a being a bad headspace and like getting away. And I was kind of in a bad headspace, and I went to the movies and I didn't indulge in all the junk food. I, oh. I only I only had a small popcorn and a bottle of water, so I was proud of myself. So you only spent thirty dollars. Say I actually spent forty dollars. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, so so yeah, oh, it's terrible, bro. So I, uh, I went there, I watched it, went by myself and, and, uh, the movie at, at the end of the movie, it it almost made my feeling worse. Um, I was like, man, this is not (laughs) how I wanted my night to end. But then when I got back in the car and I was thinking about the movie, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed the message. It was fulfilled by it. It did. It felt, it felt, uh, it was, it was, they just did such good they they were just respected the 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 source material and the people that were involved and it was just a great film so I would highly highly recommend not to run out in the theater it's definitely not like a theater movie you need to see there's no huge theatrical things there's a couple of like big scenes but beyond that it's it's not a it's all about it's all character driven it's a slow burn pardon the pun um but it's a uh, it's really really it's something special it's good it's a great Netflix movie I think you guys will really like it Mr. was Black. Yeah. Hit me up at the sound of a quick
0: sellout transition.
1: Mm, go on over and head on over to our Patreon page. How much money do we have up in Patreon you're right now? You're never going to be able to see because Patreon's, Patreon's down for maintenance. Oh, okay. It's down for maintenance. So, you know, if you you're know. listening to this right now on the Twitch, don't bother uh, heading Thursday over to AK. Patreon right now. <laughs> but uh, if you're watching this on YouTube or iTunes, why don't you do us a favor and go ahead and rate us on iTunes. Give us that five-star rating if you're enjoying it. Let us know how you feel about the two-hour special cast now that we have. Although we're already pushing two hours, um, we're but we're, we're 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 doing well. We're doing well. We can end this at a reasonably good time. So shout outs to Adam for keeping the pace <clears throat> relatively good. Um, yeah, just go and throw money at there because we're gonna go ahead and do some D and D when we hit five thousand on our goal. If you guys are enjoying it and you can't afford to to spend money, just rating it is always it goes a long way, and even better. Share it with a friend. You, you you must know a buddy that likes video games. Go ahead and share it with a friend. Say, listen to this podcast. Or, These guys are funny. You know, Adam and Jeff argue a lot. It's it's fun to listen to. What more could yeah.
0: you ask for? Wow. Wow.
1: Nothing Adam and Jeff
0: argue a lot. I see how it is. Well we do. I mean, you get in there. Yeah. You get your you get your hands you dirty every now and then. Yeah, you get my in, fist you know. up in there a
2: little bit. You know, you yeah, get, get the you get a get little bit of spinning
0: action. Get the shit. In there, kind of thing. Um, so we're gonna move on to tech support. Uh, <laughs> so we're gonna uh, we're 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 shortening how many uh, tech support things we do. Not necessarily because we don't want to answer your questions, but because uh, we've answered. We actually made a bad life choice in that yeah. we were answering so many that we're we're coming full circle, and not you enough time passes questions. in in between podcasts where. Video game or movie or life or anything questions can accrue and be new. So, uh, we're going back an, to basics. Answering, answering, a answering a,
2: a couple here. Jeff, Adam, we're on an island. Who do you bring with you and why? <laughs> That's like a fake question. Th- that's a fake question. Okay, oh, that's I a fake say, question. Don't
0: don't. Oh, oh, As in, that's been asked before. Yeah, I, I was get gonna you. say.
1: I feel like I've answered
0: this four times. I get you. I get you. Here's a here's a quick one. Here's a quick uh, here's a quick one. Quackington asks, "What is the best and worst gift you have ever given or received? So you can choose which one. Oh, we you know which one. Je- don't tell the whole story. Mm,
1: I won't tell the whole story. You can the give best, the you can give the, the abridged version. Gift. All right. The best ver- uh, gift I've ever given. Uh, was for a Secret Santa gift, and I made a mold of my own penis and a mold your own dildo thing. I went down to the sex store and uh, bought this kit and, uh, you know, gave myself an erection and put my penis in this gel-like <laughs> shit, and it hardened around my penis, and I got to basically mold my my penis, and I gave it to her uh, as a Secret Santa gift, and it's a gift that just keeps on giving. And the worst gift I've ever given... Um, probably the same thing
0: what's the best or worst gift you've received though
1: oh that I received I thought yeah. the one that we oh, get, either that or we gave. either
0: or but uh, well, we'll oh. we can do either or so what what uh do you have one that's specific that sticks out in your mind um, one that you
1: the best gift that I ever received um I mean I've had a lot of different memorable gifts. Uh, I really like the gift my wife got me last year. With was the Virtual Boy. Um, oh yeah, down there, and it's a special one because you don't need batteries for it. It's just modified a bit. That's cool. Mm. It's not the best gift, but I just want to give a little shout out. The probably the best gift I've ever received for Christmas ever in the history of ever was my Nintendo 64 when mm. I was super young, and my parents played the prank on me and t- and it wasn't underneath the tree. And then they said, "Your sister's got another gift on the deep freezer around the corner." and I was fucking salty, and I walked over there, and there it was, a Nintendo 64 with Mario 64, and instinct, or a killer instinct, and it was such a memorable Christmas. I, it is, if, it, whenever I think of Christmas time, it always is either that or a different Christmas where I was with all my family, and it was a really awesome Christmas. Uh, just the gathering part, like not even gifts. I don't even know what I got that year. But just like memory-wise, but in terms of for the gift... The N64 was transcendent for me. It 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 made me the gamer I am today. It was the first console, not the first console I ever got as a gift, but it was the first one that turned me into a hardcore gamer where it was it meant the world to me to receive it. Before it was like, "Oh, I got a Nintendo." You know, I got a, I got a Super Nintendo. That was the first console I got, and then I got a Sega Genesis. But uh, you know, the the N64, that was the show and that was the beginning of it all like getting Mario Kart and 007 and hanging out with my buddies and it really just that was it best Snowballed. gift ever Snowballed. yep Snowballed. so the
0: best um i'm going to say the uh, the best gift i've ever given was probably kind of recent in that uh no you know what i'm going to say i'm gonna, I, i've got i've got uh i'm going to say this one instead uh the best gift i ever gave was um I gave so my my cousins, uh, and and my aunt and uncle throw, uh, or th- for years they actually just sold their house recently. Uh, but they for many many years they threw big parties for all of Ben and Kayla's friends to show up. Keggers the whole nine yards because John would get right into it. He'd be he'd have one of Ben's old hockey helmets on, just sauced up playing with the kids and shit, playing beer pong and everything, and and so they played a lot of beer pong and they had made. John made a beer pong table that would like fold up and go away and everything. But then, um, but then, uh, what was it? Uh, Oh, um, Ben was going away for school and Kayla was as well. And so I, I bought them a like hardcore, like fold up carry case beer pong table. Uh, they could take with them. So because they were nearby each other, so they could, they could, whenever they were together, they could just unfold and have a party and they'd have this, and it was a dope beer pong, Canadian made, of course, Mm. uh, Mm. strong beer pong table. Uh, and then, uh, the secondary one I was about to mention was I bought, I bought my grandmother a Kindle, which three years ago, mom was like, no, she'll never use it, man, and then I got one and mom was like, oh, that's kind of neat. I wonder if Nan would want one. And I looked at her like, "Are are you serious right now? I bought her one. What I was, the fuck? It's like, I was like I was like, well, no, 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 no. I mean, in, in terms of like before she said, you know, she wouldn't use it. And now uh, all of a sudden, you know, she could have had one yeah. for three frigging years. Uh, okay. And instead not because Nan, Nan d- can't do a lot. She's 95 whatever years old, heart failure. She wakes up. She reads. She watches some TV. She sleeps. So her entire life is right there. And she reads a book in a day. Like she just crushes it. So mom was spending like $20 on a book. Now she's spending like three. It's nice. the greatest day. And then she can read it easier because it, the light doesn't affect bigger and stuff. too. Yeah. The light doesn't affect the the page. So it's not like a yeah. book page. So you know, when you're 94 and your eyes aren't particularly fucking fantastic it, it, night and day, Nan loves it. She, I was over there the other day and she was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever had in my life. She's like, I'm crushing, <laughs> I'm crushing books left, right, and center, there just piling go. through them. So that was probably, probably the best one. Uh, there, that wasn't like a kooky gift.
2: So Nova Mom's not going to have to come in and have the uh, vector serial talk with Nan. No, she don't. No,
0: yeah, she doesn't. Be like Nan. Look, where are put is like seven hundred dollars a month in books. We need to slow that that roll down. No, don't have to worry about that anymore. Yeah, so, and
1: and and, be, and before, uh, uh oh, you're still going? Go no, ahead I was just going. Yeah, I was just going to say. Just going to yeah. say. Um, for me,
0: uh, I, I would say best gift. No, I'm going to go with worst. Because I did best for what i would given, I'll, I'll go with worst. Birthday, uh, I think it was my. Was it my tenth or eleventh birthday? I think, and uh, one of my aunts, not not Ben and Kayla's mom, my other other aunt, mom's mum's sister, gave uh, Kayla and I both the fucking Ricky Martin CD. <laughs> oh, and that when was it. Bangs, Just
1: she bangs.
0: That, and that was the CD. It was I that. It three, was that it one. Your
1: moves? And so I was like, I was like, oh,
0: thanks. I guess.
1: Thank you so much. I thanks. love it.
0: Yeah, this was like during the. Yeah. This was during like the Backstreet Boys craze we all had, and then it was like, here's Ricky Martin.
1: Nah, <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> fuck that shit. So yeah, that's, that's terrible. So that's that. Yeah. So there you go. There's, so there's mine. There's mine. Um, I forgot to mention. Definitely the best gift I've ever given. Okay, so maybe the dildo was like the worst gift I've ever given, but the best gift I've ever given was buying Kayla a car. That was def. I don't even know how I forgot about that. That's but true. That's, that's a pretty solid. That's a pretty solid. The most gift. expensive gift and the <laughs> biggest gift I've ever given to anybody. I never thought in a million years I'd be buying somebody a car, even though it's my wife. But you know, just the thought of it, like the whole
2: delivery was amazing.
1: Yeah, like seven years ago, I never even thought I would have owned like my own car, right? I would say like eight years ago now that I would even own a brand new car myself. But to go out and buy a car and surprise her and put it in a storage con- uh, unit and, and drive her there and make up this elaborate story that we're <laughs> going there to get my dad's my dad's gear uh, equipment because somebody was stealing uh, tools on the job site and dad stored them all in in the, uh, the 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 storage locker, and we had to go there to to grab them for him. She had no, she literally had no fucking clue. And then when I open it good. up and and the car is there, I mean that's that's what you live for. It was like and an episode
0: could, of my 16th birthday on TLC. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's definitely the best, and it was the most f- uh, fulfilling and rewarding uh, feeling that I've ever gotten during Christmas too, because at that point it was never. I was more excited for her than what I was for Christmas. Like, I, you know, I don't I, – if you ever ask Kayla or anybody, I actually don't care about Christmas at all. I just want to be with family yeah, exactly, and, yeah. and relax and enjoy family time. That's yeah. everything to me. To, to sit down with my whole family and eat a good meal and, and just laugh and tell stories, that's it. You know, because at the end of the day, you only have one family and eventually they're going to be gone. And to share those memories is more than anything is, is everything to me. So the gift, the gifting part, when Kayla stressed out going, I don't know what to get you. I'm like, don't buy me anything. Look what we have. We don't worry for anything. I, you know, whatever it is that you buy me is not going to change my outlook on anything. You know, I'm going to appreciate it. I'm going to be happy for a moment, but at the end of the day, it's just another materialistic thing. And so the, 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 the car was like, it, it just symbolized so much more than just something. It was it was a big deal for our family. So it was just it was a it was awesome. That was a best Christmas of my life for sure. And it was it had nothing to even really do with me. It was all about her. So that was fun. I I would say that's
0: definitely a good choice. This is definitely a good choice. All right, panic, what do you got?
1: I'll never do it again though. No, no, <laughs> yeah, never <fair> no <laughs> never again so
2: one um, off so i i um i'll I'll do a couple um so the best gift i've ever given um actually jeff you're a recipient of it actually one of them um i feel like uh, i feel like um i put a lot of effort into it i actually worked with an artist like down to like i commissioned an artist not to just say here's money and make something the artist and i physically like sat down and we went over how we were going to put together this composition artwork you know, from characters, posing, details. And while they were doing it, I was working with them to put together this piece. Um, And they live-streamed it. Literally, just me and him were working on it, right? That's cool, yeah. So, and then I got, and again, this was just a digital art print of Carrion from, like, StarCraft and War and all of that. And had it put together, and then I had it printed on, like, gallery stock. Yeah, it's fresh. I only printed six copies of it, and I have since destroyed the digital artwork. So the only ones that exist Edition. are those prints. And I gave them out to, you know, a couple of really close friends of mine and people I've worked with on the streaming side. Um, yep. Jeff got one of them. I have, one, I have mine still. Yeah, I got mine, up on, I got mine framed up on the wall. I'll pull it off in a second. Um, the best gift I've gotten, again, in the art theme, um, a friend of mine, you know, with no real prompting or anything, painted like a, like a small painting. You know, but completely by hand, like of all of our inside jokes together. And I completely was not expecting it. We were at an event and they just handed it to me. And I was like, oh, my God, this is the nicest thing someone's ever given me. It was it was really well done. It was, you know, it was kind of comic-y and it was just I just really liked it. Um, And it's small and simple, super sentimental about it. I really like it. Um, And then the worst gift I've ever received. Um, This was actually pretty funny. It was my housewarming for this apartment. And uh, my cousin comes up to me, and he's, like, all excited. And he's like, yo, man, got you an awesome gift. Guy living on your own in the city, giving you what every, what every guy on their own needs. And he hands me, like, the industrial-sized George Foreman grill. Oh, yeah.
1: Man, oh. That's a fire gift. That ain't the oh, worst oh, gift ever. Oh, hold ever. on. Come hold on. on.
2: Hold on, Jeff. I'm not done yet. Come on. I looked right at it. I looked at him, and I'm like, Bro. I gifted that to you at your wedding two years ago. Oh, oh no! The and recycled at me and like, gift. <laughs> and he's like, "No, you oh. didn't, man." I'm like, "No, this is the exact one I bought you. The box oh. is even dented in the corner." Oh, <laughs> and then he was just him. like, "Oh man, um, it's not that bad." Um, we regifted it. I regifted it to someone else, wow. and they loved it.
0: Oh uh, my you know, God! It's the, the gift of life. Look, on we that all film. know the George Foreman grill is the gift that just keeps on giving.
2: The yeah, little really one is. was the little one was great. That is my But this gilbo. one, like this one, was like the giant one that you cook for like an entire. you family. A turkey That's on the that one thing. for
1: men. That's the one for men, bro. I would have. I would have been. How many burgers am How many burgers <laughs> am I going to make in a night for myself? <laughs> man? I would have been fucking grilling the shit out of it. i had been like, boys, UFC night on me. Grilling on the fucking industrial size. Foreman you grill. imagine it's like the size. Of,
0: you imagine it's the size of a barbecue. and It's got like a big handle in front. You can use two the Thing. Why Dude, is that not
2: a thing? The thing is like a foot and a half, at least a Why foot is that and not a half thing? in diameter.
0: Missed is opportunity. You? We need to go into business. We need to make a George Foreman grill ripoff. The patent's probably died by now. It has to be in some way, shape, or form, and it's the size <laughs> of a barbecue. Mm. Done.
1: There it you're, is. You're cooking, right. you're
0: cooking three packages of Costco hamburgers at one time. Easy. <laughs> <Let me laughs> go grab that
2: piece of art off the wall, real quick, while you guys pick the yeah. Next one. Yeah, all right. Um, all right, Adam, go ahead and yep. pick
0: it. It's the last one. Uh, we're going to go with, because uh, it's relatively relatively easy one uh, to answer. We might have answered this in the past, but I don't know. Probably just obtusely, like off to the side of another question. Uh, Mark asks, honestly, do you guys ever have the time to watch other streams? And if you do, who do you watch?
1: let mm. Let's see Panic's painting here 1st yeah Let's see. Have...
0: Yeah. Can
1: we get a close-up.
2: Trying to get it without the lighting here we I go. Can...
0: Yeah, the light the light kind of makes it difficult. Yeah, it's I like how di- Nova Nova difficult. looks particularly concerned about whoever she's shooting right the... now. Dude, this I can is see all me. Paul
2: Kerrigan. <laughs> Kerrigan. Like so that's Kerrigan before trans. Yeah,
0: it's dope. After, oh yeah.
2: Crazy levels of detail. Like there's like a rain. She's talking a rainer here. Like before she got abandoned. Like the drop ship up here is the one that's
0: leaving. Yeah? Uh yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're we're hearing basically nothing you're saying right now because you're four feet <laughs> to your good. mic. But My it's man. a beautiful it's a beautiful <laughs> yeah. piece of work. Uh to say the least. We're we're talking about uh Mark says, uh, honestly, do you guys ever have the time to watch other streams and if you do, who do you watch? Yeah. <laughs> oh
2: let's start here. panic you go ahead who do I watch Nathanius obviously he's my boy um I watch Jeff on occasion uh who else do I watch uh, uh there's this uh streamer he's actually really awesome I don't know if a lot of people know him but his name is Dos Valdez he does Kerbal space program but uh ah, does yes. it, he he does like super educational he's got like a he's got like a very like chill vibe stream. But it's just chill to watch. He goes through, like, the entire process. He also travels a lot. So, he'll, like, he'll go to, like, the actual SpaceX launches and the Orbital ATK launches. And he'll, like, stream live from there. And he'll actually, like, go to, like, a lot of the space stuff. So, for me, that's actually really cool to watch. That's pretty awesome. What about you, Jay? Uh,
1: I I actually don't watch a lot of Twitch at all. I prefer to just not be on Twitch. It reminds me of work. And <laughs> typically when I'm not streaming, I do not want to watch video games. I just don't. Um. I, I will occasionally watch StarCraft. So um, if Rotterdam is streaming or Nathanius is streaming, uh, really anybody, if, when, when I'm in the mood to watch StarCraft, it's really whoever's at the top. Like I'll just, you know, unless there's a familiar face that I know, I'll watch their stream. That's the, that is the, the extent of my video game watching. Um, but I do watch at least 10 hours a week of poker streams. So even when I'm streaming, I will typically have Kevin Martin on another monitor or Dramatic Gen or uh, Poker Staples, somebody like that, and I don't listen, but I don't need to listen. I'm just there to like kind of look to the right. If there's a crazy hand, I'll kind of look. Um, but if I'm not streaming, I'll have any of those poker guys up, um, and I probably will tonight after we're done streaming uh, this, this, and I'll do whatever other work I'm doing, and that'll be sort of my my entertainment so uh, although it is on twitch it's not gaming related when it's when poker. you game yeah when you game all day you don't really want to watch more games and of course i'll watch adam like uh, if i'm doing nothing i'm usually just lurking adam's stream. that's probably uh, adam's definitely the most like the gamer that i'll watch the most in a run of a week um but beyond kyle that Land- i just kyle landry piano i do listen to him fucking, too actually uh Beastol got me on him he uh yeah posted his shit and uh i actually subbed to his channel and uh i actually listen to his piano music relax. pretty often like just re- just chilling i'll listen to some of his music so yeah most of it is non-gaming related unless it's adam or the occasional starcraft stream and the i have to be in a mood for starcraft you know i just do adam's like a default and then you know it's always poker streams yeah i
0: in, the, in in a similar vein to, to to Jeff, I'm I'm typically only watching streams if I'm doing some sort of other work at the same time. I it's it's uncommon for me to sit down, have nothing else be going on, and yeah. for me to to decide that the thing I'm going to do is watch a live stream. It happens on occasion, um, but it's not very frequently. Um, So yeah, usually it's, it's being used for some sort of background noise or for something else for me to just, you know, keep my attention every now and then I, I watch, um, I watch Jeff. I watch, uh, Dr. Disrespect quite a bit these days because he's just honestly fucking crazy entertaining. Uh, so I'll watch him quite a bit. Um, I'll watch, there's a couple other PUBG streamers that I've watched As as well, just on the side, when I was really into PUBG and I was watching other people play it, um, like uh, Viz, uh, who's I think another, I believe he's another Canadian guy actually, uh, who's on TSM, uh, like a TSM subsection. Uh, I watch Bob Ross a lot in the background. You can't, can't go wrong I, uh, with Bob Ross. You can't go wrong. You put Bob Ross on the background, it's just great background noise. So I watch I watch, uh, I watch He's him. He's medicinal, man. He's medicinal. Absolutely. Very, very zen. It really is. Absolutely. I feel,
2: like, I feel like if Adam were to like sit down with like a canvas and paint in front of him with no actual Bob Ross, he'd just be able to like go into the zen mode and just paint <laughs> the perfect
0: picture. I don't know. Bob Ross's voice is just so much softer. It's just There's something about his voice. He just nailed it. Uh, but yeah, so it's, it, it, I watch I watch Bob, old Bobby. Uh, and then other than that, I, I will hop streams. Like sometimes I'll just sit down and be like, you know, I kind of feel like watching X game and I'll just go find somebody. It doesn't really matter who it is. Like today for the first time in a long time, I watched, uh, League of Legends because I, I'm a cutie pie with streaming and he's also like one note chill. And I just needed some background noise. And so I tossed, <clears throat> I tossed him on. So yeah, I bounce around a lot, but the mainstays are, uh are jeff and Bob ross and dr disrespect <laughs> just those over and over over and, and over, over again over. oh i also watch i also shout out uh pulse effects um i watch him he does uh, uh speed runs of pokemon games and uh and he's a really good a really good dude really nice guy uh and and puts on a a a a good show there so i'll watch him do Uh, runs a Pokemon, and uh, he has a a fun community. So, yeah, those are pretty much what I watch. But again, like Jeff said, when you stream all day, it's pretty rare to want to do nothing else but watch a stream. It's pretty uncommon. So it's usually tied to some other work or something along those lines. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to be it for this episode. We are coming in at uh, the recording time... Couple minutes for the intro, I'd say two hours ten minutes. There you go. What? I think I think this is the perfect length for a podcast. I just do, yeah, yeah. So we're gonna try and, and and nail that down. If you guys uh, watch this on a on a platform, uh, either here on Twitch or on YouTube, you can let us know what uh, how you feel about us going back to this. I think it makes lots of sense. I think it's gonna work really well. Let me know for the the tech guy how I know in the beginning of this podcast I was gonna be uh, or I was super. Probably considerably louder than these two gentlemen. So let me know how it went afterwards. Um, and then other than that, yeah, here we are. Uh, two, two and a bit hour format. I think it's going to work well. Head on over to technical uh, technicalalpha.audio. You can uh, check out uh, everything you might want to know about the podcast there. Spread the yep. word. Let other people know about the podcast. It, would, it really does go a long way uh, to growing uh, us here because uh, until we really get settled down and believe it or not, despite we're this many, this many months in, we're still settling into this podcast thing. As you can tell by the fact we're changing the format again, Uh, we'll eventually get back to bringing on guests and expanding the community that way, but keep telling other people that, uh, uh, that, you know, you think might like the podcast and, uh, and we'll, uh, we'll definitely grow that way as well. Thank you so much for listening. Time to get over onto that end screen and give shout-outs to our Patreon producers. As always, Jetrix and Mr. Miyagi. $500 apiece for multiple, multiple months. The madness just doesn't seem to stop. Postal Panda also in the multiple-month slot, hitting up the 250, and then a whole host of guys eight, seven, nine months deep at the $100 slot. Jamaican wow. Jazz, Adam B., Toad of Steel, Naley, Derek, Pre, uh, Derek, Pre, Derek P., Pri, uh, Pricey, I need to go to bed, frycy Ice Wolfie, Jorbach, Lars M., and the new guy for this week, Matthew M., Thank you, each and every one, for, um, thank you. for bringing the heat, because this is the crew getting us real close yep. to that D&D segment, and we just, we, I can smell it. I can smell the, the body odor, Mountain Dew, and Dice from here. Mm. It's coming. It's coming. But thank you very much, guys, for listening. Really do appreciate it. Thank you once again, as always we'll be back next week same time as always 8 p.m Eastern time if you want to watch us head on over to technical uh, or to uh, head on over to our live stream at twitch.tv technical alpha we'd love to see you there and until we do see you next time peace Bye.